everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, Lit, Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. Arena. For those of you who don't know, I'm Marcus. I am joined by Justin! Hey! And Frost! <laughs> that was more of a horror sound. Let's get to it! <laughs> Welcome to episode 36 of the LGA cast. And we are like four weeks deep in a drought of game fuel. There's no game fuel to be found. It is a barren wasteland it's in the dry grocery season. stores. It's a real dry it's, season. It's, it's real dry. It's real dry. I've, I've gone as far as um, I in my hand, I have a rock star energy drink. That's how far down the barrel we've gone. We we, we didn't even we didn't even go to the uh, what's what's the other Mountain Dew thing that we had the other week? Kickstarter. Kickstart. Yeah, I didn't even go for the Kickstarter. I went straight to the energy drink. The Kickstart was good enough. So well, I like rock star energy energy drinks anyway. So how was your candy cotton candy one? I haven't opened it yet. I'm opening it right now. You told me to go fuck myself because I wanted to try it. Yep. Pretty good. I I approve. Cause you're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> you almost made me spit out this good. cotton candy rock star all over my expensive microphone. Good. Yukon gold. You love you love it. those energy drinks more than you love me. I love energy drinks more than I love life. So. <laughs> yeah, but you like Jesus hate life. Christ. Stop it. Get you, some fucking help. You wish you were dead on a daily basis. I do wish that's I what, Yes. That's what being a millennial is. It's just wishing death upon yourself and the rest of the world. And suffering. Don't forget suffering. It's part of being in a society, Marcus. We're like really fucked up cult of I don't understand Buddhas. society. You don't understand Nobody does. That's why it's. That's why we live in one. I have a new. Uh, I have a new image that I. I adopted as my profile for Discord. It's a <laughs> Zim wearing booty shorts that says "God won't let me die." I resonate with that. <laughs> wow. It <laughs> speaks to me on a spiritual level. It's, uh, it's great audio content right there. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Everybody loves me and how zany I am. Anyway. Shut up. Anyway. <coughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted me to be more interactive, and also you fed me an energy drink that I chugged. You asked for it. I drank it really you fast. You never asked I for drank, energy drinks. I drank it really fast. Usually you're like, oh, I'll just take a Gatorade. <laughs> I drank it really fast. The room's it, on fire. Yeah, and apparently it like just murdered your voice because you're just wheezing and like Stop. it puts you in the opposite of recording mode. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Still make me laugh. All right, good luck. Okay, uh, anyway, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Lit Gaming Arena and you will find us on any of those. Also, we have a contest going on. You, it's a, it's a giveaway. It's our late celebration of of hitting a thousand downloads. Uh, it, yeah. Oh, I thought you were pausing for us to cheer. No, I don't. Fuck. <laughs> taking a breath. If I'm going <laughs> to put in cheers, I'm going to put in some real ass cheers. <laughs> I thought you were pausing for not Not like some like B or C radio quality. Like, have you have you listened to the radio lately? No. There was one commercial that was so bad where it was just it was for like this the a casino called the Reno Club and it was like a lady playing bingo and then like they call her number and she's like, oh, I got a bingo. 
it was like it made me want to die every time I heard it. Good. It's like that's a good feeling. It's, it's horrible feeling. Is the that worst. is my aesthetic. Is the worst. Um, so anyway, yeah, we're celebrating our thousand downloads. It was a long journey, but we're, we finally got there. Thanks to all of you loyal listeners that stuck it out with us through our like random, like our weird times where we didn't post episodes. Oh, no, no. That wasn't our fault. That was your morning period was, for was, Facebook. Who was, who was, I wasn't blaming anyone for shit. You what said you our. Uh, yeah, us as a podcast. Jesus. Do you, uh, you don't consider yourself part of the podcast? No. I'm should here, I, should I'm here I, by force I, of will. Should I fire you? <laughs> if you fire me, I literally will just go to sleep. You're fired. <laughs> I will pick my happy ass up and walk the 10 feet to my bedroom and go to sleep. So, okay. I've, we've diverted like a million times. I got to get back on task here. I just want to have a conversation. Well, you can hold on to your panties and wait. For me to do, we have we we have stuff to cover at the top of the show every I'm week. I'm sorry. You just want to talk about your shitty Disney game. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have more content in my life than just <laughs> being upset about a stupid children's game. <laughs> okay, so we're doing a contest, and every episode this month there will be a secret code. That we will say at any random point in the episode. Just so listen for that. And then uh, DM us the code on like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And you will be put into the pool. You'll be put into the hat for the drawing. And what you are going to win is like a $25 card of or gift code to whatever game store of your choice. As long as it's like something where I can just email you the code. Um, so you don't have to like wait for mail or anything or shipping it to you. And stickers and an exclusive mouse pad with a custom design of our logo. It's awesome. I posted a preview of it, a little teaser on Twitter. So go hit up our Twitter to, to see the little teaser I posted. It's a pretty cool mouse pad. Most most people have showed the design to approve of it. So um, whether they like it or not, I'll, 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 I'll take their approval as that, that it looks awesome. <laughs> they approve of it. Therefore, it's the best mouse pad ever made. And you're going to want this and there's probably only ever going to it'll be like the most exclusive mouse pad in existence because I'm probably only going to get three made just because I don't want to have to pay for a bunch of mouse pads and then sit on them forever. Um, so with that being said, I think that's all the all the all the stuff I have to cover at the big top of the show. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I almost forgot. Um, we are a part of the Gaming Podcast Alliance. Uh, so you can check out GamingPodcastAlliance.com. Check out all the other awesome shows there. And we are part of a group called, it's like two names, Alternate Reality Radio and Next Wave, that's NXT Wave. And you can go to podchaser.com and search for Alternate Reality Radio, and you will find a list of like 47, pod, I think currently 47 podcasts on the list. Um, there's something there for everyone. So if you want to spread your wings and uh, listen to something that's not video game related or another thing that is video game related, because there are other video game podcasts there as well. Um, there's pretty much something for everybody in that group. It's an awesome group. If you do uh, end up going to the website and signing up, make sure you smash that heart button. Uh, get that list higher. We are currently ranked uh, number two top list on Podchaser. Uh, I'm trying to get to number one. Um, so any help we get in that area will be very. I will be very grateful for. Um, and with all that being said, I think it's time we get to the next the next part, the most important part of this 
this podcast. Hey, what, are you, what are you looking forward to over there? What are you looking forward to? Oh, we're doing this part first? Yeah, we're doing this part first. I don't like the new format. It, we did this <laughs> I part don't first like last this order. We did it first last week. You scared him. Marcus was ready for. There's an order to think. There's the oh, the order's been broken. The order's been smashed into pieces. You're welcome. I take full responsibility for that. What can I say except you're welcome? (laughs) Justin, you you excited for anything? I am excited to go see fucking um, the Will Smith movie. Ah, Joker. Yeah, Joker. Ah. (laughs) Gemini Man? The Black Joker. Yeah, it looks really good. I heard it's really good in 3D, apparently. Well, yeah, because there's two Will Smiths. So I want to. I'm gonna check that out. Thankfully, I have a list, so I don't have to pay the surcharge for the 3D glasses. So that'll be awesome. Yeah, it looks like a good movie. I've been looking forward to that. Um, always love a good, good action Will Smith movie. Very nice. Very nice. You, you get what are you guys looking forward to? What do you got? What do you what do you what do you want to play and or see? I mean, there's stuff that comes out tomorrow that I'm kind of looking forward to. I mean, nothing I'm probably gonna buy, but who knows? Uh, Killer Queen Black comes to Switch on October 11th. Um, Fro- yeah. Frostpunk console edition come to ps4 xbox one on the 11th you know like stuff stuff like that um children of morta coming to ps4 and xbox on the 15th which i hear is good it's a pixel art diablo type game kind of looks good um outer wilds comes to ps4 right on the 15th i just thought that was worth mentioning a game everybody should boycott called overwatch legendary edition (laughs) comes to switch on the 15th That's uh that's a thing. Yeah. Um yeah, that's kinda it. This is a light week coming up and you know I got pl- I got plenty on my plate, so I can hear you breathing, Ariel. That's me. You looking forward to anything? Um I'm looking forward to a full week of work. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Uh we're supposed to go to see Joker this week, but that didn't work out and at all. Ah. Uh, I'm we're well, probably gonna see Adam's family. It was fun doing the podcast with you guys. <laughs> Let me fucking finish. Well, I'm just saying that you're gonna, you're see, gonna wait, die when you go see Joker. You're gonna so. go see Adam's family. Yeah. That comes out this week. Like there's like fifteen movies ahead of that that I wanna see. <laughs> I I don't care. I'm looking forward to it. And then also the Joker, because I want to go see that. And... Big Mouth did come out last week. I was right. Yeah, I binged it. Did you? I've only seen like the first three episodes. I swear to God, that Shit. blonde chick's voice, like that's my inner Lola? monologue. When, <laughs> that's what I sound like in my head when I'm complaining about <laughs> shit. Like I just hear her voice like, oh my God, why does my life suck? Let's bump fronts. <laughs> the show is so uncomfortable. The show. Oh, you're, you're, uh, you're in for some moments. I, I no, they already personally attacked me, so I can't wait to see what else is in store th- with this the fucking season, fan fiction involving the horse. There was two moments that were real uncomfortable, but I know that's kind of the nature of the show. I like how the pillow fucker upgraded to a turkey fucker. I like how the pillow fucker was like became me for a while there, and I was like, stop. Why is he the one that I connect with the most in this scene? Yeah, he's a weird guy. He just needs his fan fiction, honestly. Uh, yeah, I have like a love-hate relationship with that show where it's like, well, somebody, I forget who posted it, um, but somebody was like, why, why does every adult cartoon have to have like the worst art style uh, just to be like, we're an adult cartoon and I yeah, mean meanwhile stuff like She-Ra and 
I mean, Big Big Mouth is not the only one that has a super bad is like it? art style. Yeah. Like Paradise PD, which is actually I really Paradise enjoyed PD's Paradise like PD. Borderline like Family Guy art style. It's it's somewhere in between, it. and it's like in a weird no man's land between good and can bad we, simultaneously. Can we go back to King of the Hill art style for? <laughs> I love King of the Hill. It was uh, I did not appreciate it as much as a child. I remember when the that best show... thing about King of the Hill is it has no reason to be a cartoon. Yeah, like <laughs> it's yeah, it's literally just a sitcom. <laughs> um, but I mean, um, what's his name? Um, Mike Judge. This is legendary. Um, yeah, the thing about that show is just like I remember when it first came out. I was a kid when it first came out, and I just remember like seeing like the, t- the it was like on the front page of like the TV guide, and like I for some reason I just could not stop staring at like the peep like the picture they had because it was just. It was just a picture of them just like standing all together and they're like, none of them are smiling. I'm like, what is up with these people? Why are they not smiling? <laughs> I was just like concerned with the fact that like, it was like this, these cartoon people, they're all just like not smiling. And I was just like, for some reason, it just made me like want to just stare at the picture. But I, don't, I yeah, like I, the art style of it because it reminded me of. It's really bleak. Yeah. It reminded me of other TV shows at the time, like Daria and yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Kind of that bland. Also Beavis and Butthead was. Mike Judge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, still. Mike Judge is just legendary. I mean, there's just shows used to have a better quality that. I do give Big Mouth a pass because I feel its awkward art style is mimetic of it's a, it's awkward purpose, puberty. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it does seem like chosen the, carefully. The fishy lips and the yeah, like everyone, the, yeah, eh. like everyone looks really awkward. Like it, like very purposefully awkward. And especially the hormone monsters, they look super awkward <laughs> with their that? pot bellies. <laughs> They are making a spinoff called Human Resources that is for the hormone monsters. And, you know, when they visited the Human Resources oh, really? area. Yeah. Huh. Which, I don't know. I, I feel... I feel like that might be jumping the shark a little bit. That's kind of... I mean, this season yeah, they have three to wait until feels they get canceled. a bit like jumping the shark. Like, I, I didn't... I, I thought season three was fine. Uh, season two was peak, but it kind of... it This didn't need a season three. It's already greenlit for season four, and then it's getting a spinoff, so it does feel like a bit much, but clearly they're you know making... What? They're getting the views, making the money. You know what show just keeps getting better and better, though? Um, Bill Burr's show. <laughs> I love that oh, show. Yeah, the <laughs> F is for family, but yeah. that's, a, that's another one that falls in the realm of like it's like it looks really bad and is animated not so great (laughs) yeah but uh which the other one is uh it's a new fox one and it's called uh oh what is it called bless the hearts looks terrible what do you it looks like bitmojis what do you have to say about bojack's animation bojack's fine oh that's really good animation but yeah bojack is like surprisingly good or tuka and birdie is that i forget tuka and birdie is so much fun like, like that animation R.I.P. is <sighs> it could have it was on the path of getting more intense just like bojack horseman so i don't understand like i don't understand why bojack got the clear clearance it's to views. keep going but it's, it's, all, it's all views it's all people because sometimes i don't think Netflix. it i don't sometimes i don't believe it's because i think views. the real metric is, and birdie was like super critically acclaimed but yeah. i think the real metric is like if, if like if people are signing up for netflix to specifically watch that show i mean that part of that's become the joke of like netflix will make two seasons of it well they only made one of tuka and birdie R&B. yes <laughs> but, but it is just like they make two seasons because anything past that yeah. isn't bringing in new subscribers is kind of the at least tuka and birdie kind of wrapped up i guess the like, thing eh. the thing i like though like i mean I mean, you can criticize netflix for it but 
Um, I I like that because there there's a lot of shows on Netflix that would never have gotten made otherwise. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of experiences that you would have never gotten to see um, if they hadn't have even put anything up there. So it's like at least there was something. <laughs> yeah, I'll take something over nothing, but it does suck when your favorite show gets canceled yeah, inevitably. But, I mean, but it's happened to me countless of times now. Um, but speak speaking of uh adult cartoons, um, which granted this is more in the anime space. After I finished Big Mouth, it recommended a newer show called uh, CS Manos. Manos. I'm not. I'm sure I'm botching this, but it's a show that's a weird blend between Mexican culture and Chinese culture. Huh. Is that the one that it's got that care? It's got that robot girl and her little pet. And no, no, that's. I think you're thinking of Cannon Busters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cannon Busters is pretty good. It looks good. I mean to watch it. Um, this one is like brand new, and it it's it's pretty good. And I it's a show I kind of wish more existed when I was in like middle school or early high school because but it is hyper violent but that's also why I would have liked it um <laughs> it's kind of like an adult version of Jackie Chan Adventures if I'm putting it really bluntly oh huh. interesting um it's it's not like great in my opinion like it, it's nothing special but I did like kind of binge that after and was like you know it's all right <laughs> did you watch the new god I always forget his name but he's the guy that did uh Cowboy Bebop yeah uh, Carol on Tuesday. Yeah, I've I've talked yeah. about it on the cast a bit, but I, you might have been gone those episodes. But yeah, you weren't here for those episodes. <clears> but yeah, that show's pretty good. Um, the it's animated by Studio Bones, so you know it's got my vote. I the the two animation studios I trust the most in terms of anime is Studio Bones and Madhouse. So, uh, so kind of going. Oh, and I guess Studio Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of going off of that, another thing that I am looking forward to that I forgot is that there is another anime that just finished airing at the end of September about uh, being in a band. And it's not quite the same animation quality, but pretty damn good animation quality um, called Given, where it is about this kid who wants to learn how to play the guitar and he finds a mentor and he nags him to teach him how to play the guitar and it's about like these four guys being in a band together so i just discovered that like last night and i'm excited to watch it it's not on netflix i have to go and venture onto the internet to find it but i found it somewhere that i'll watch that i'm looking forward to it it looks so far i watched the first episode and i really i'm digging the fact that they're not botching animating people playing music and they're not botching the actual soundtrack either like they're taking the soundtrack a lot more seriously than what they've done in the past like in the late <laughs> early 2000s like with fucking gravitation where it would just be like flashing lights and really bad animation and just like a really poppy screechy kind of cringy song and also very jarring because you'd be watching it in english but then the music would just be japanese yeah like <laughs> i always every time i think about you know an anime that has music in it like tuesday carol and tuesday or kids on the slope i i always think back to like how bad it used to be and now how good we used to have it and uh, going off of that, this new TV show Given is got like it's definitely got a kids on the slope vibe. So which I still never finished. That's your fault. You just stopped watching it. I know, and it's like every time I went to go back and watch, I'm like, oh, I have to watch it from the beginning again. See, but I wanted to get your reaction in this uh, CS Manos show that there's a character named Silencio, and I just wanted to know how you feel about that. <laughs> so is he silent? Yes. Okay. Well, I prove. <laughs> I approve. He uh, 
had his tongue cut out. Oh, okay. My name is Justin, and I approve of this message. <laughs> um, and there's also a character named Jesus. Nice. Yes. Well, that's that's like a normal-ass name in Mexico. Yeah. Well, it, it very much is like... Yeah, but like in I an said, anime... It's, it's kind of weird because it's like these uh, Mexican orphans that uh, trained with a Chinese like master in yeah. martial arts, where it's like somewhat you're like okay like i guess boondocks. this is really weird but already right. mix those cultures together is it in japanese too or is it no it's in, i mean it's it's specifically a chinese culture uh not really japanese culture no no no. But, i'm saying the language but it's in english okay. um but it's there is a lot of like spanish stuff and there is a uh there's there's a black cop guy who is like racist in because he's always like what's the mexican word for this and they're like there's no such thing like mexican's not a language <laughs> i can't understand that weird taco oh language of yours that's great so i don't know it, it was entertaining at the very least but it is very like very hyper violent so it really reminiscent of old old anime in a way but it it's like it's like looks like kind of an upgraded version of cartoons like jackie chan adventures or uh like megas xlr in a way <laughs> oh, i loved megas xlr yeah so i mean jesus is a big guy like <laughs> he's like very muscular but he's also very large and he drinks a lot because he uh also practices the drunken fist <laughs> nice i I don't know it's entertaining to say the least is that a real kung fu practice yes yeah okay (laughs) they're always just like they know we know kung fu right (laughs) apparently they don't (laughs) know that's pretty great anything else um, move on the. I feel like I was gonna watch something, but I can't remember what. So we'll you just were gonna move watch on. Given with me. It was gonna be great. <laughs> well, I think I was watching. Uh, anime wise, I started Demon Slayer, which is all right. Oh, do you have any more horror movie recommendations? This I do. Week? I was gonna do that in the other section, but we'll do that oh, okay. here. Well, wait, uh, what section were you gonna do it in? Oh, uh, I was gonna do it in the next section, but we'll do it here. Oh, okay. And we've talked about movies and stuff here, so we'll talk about movies here. Um, have either of you guys watched the movie Terrifier? New. No. It is on Netflix, and it was like I believe a Kickstarter movie. Um, it didn't really make a whole lot of money, but it you know made enough to get made. Uh, so I I hate to keep recommending clown stuff, but you know <laughs> that's kind of been that's what's happening. That's the theme of October. Um, it. It's kind of like a classic slasher film. Uh, the Terrifier is kind of like a Mike Myers type character. Uh, you know, just a, an unkillable killing machine. Yeah. But it's got some slapstick stuff in there that's like dumb and corny in a good way, in a good horror kind of way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is, uh, it surprised me how good it is. But I did watch, there's like a precursor film to this uh, and it was not so great. But it was like, this movie's like a B movie. And the precursor to this is like, uh, like college kids making a movie movie. (laughs) Nice. Frost, do you have any uh, horror movie recommendations? Uh, I didn't know we were supposed to do recommendations. I thought we were just. Oh, I'm talk just about... off the cuff. I'm just whatever. <laughs> um, I'm not the horror movie person, so I don't. I got nothing. I'm. <laughs> I do this every year, and everybody fucking hates me for it, and I don't care. I'm inches away from convincing Salty to watch Martyrs with me. Wow. And I just, I I thrive on making people watch these movies just so that I can watch them watch the movie. I almost want to be up here for that. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to watch the movie, but just her reaction. 
it I don't understand. It's a legitimately you're gonna, you're gonna like, a good movie. And when I say it's torture porn, it's like, like light torture porn. Okay. People could survive it. It's not the it's not the torture porn that makes it terrible. It's the whole end of like, the movie that makes it I mean, so it's cool. Like three movies in one. I, I legitimately like that movie. I I, I know it's my favorite horror movie of all time. But is it really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, that's why I showed it to you. She's <laughs> she's gonna like that's why I shared it. She's gonna run you out didn't show joke. it to me. But I, I watched it on my own by myself. But <laughs> texting. But we talked about it. We did. Okay. We did talk about it. I had to watch it because specifically I was told that it made uh, have an existential crisis, which I've known her to never really have those. So I was like, well, I, if this fucked her up. I got to see this for myself. And I watched it by myself while texting her at the same time because it was it was very thought provoking, but yeah, I didn't know it was your favorite one. It's my favorite one too. Huh? It's go. It's good. It's good, and nobody else will give it a chance. So Justin's like, I'm not gonna watch it. It's that really that. it's I a hate, rough watch, and it's like I hate horror movies. Like it, you don't like certain things I don't like, and I hate you, horror movies. Get if, over it. If it's you good. can muster up the want and desire to go see it in theaters, you can watch Martyrs. It I'm putting totally the caveat: it is a very intense watch. It is like. I don't lightly recommend the movie Martyrs because it's <laughs> it, the end is very See, like Marcus heavy. at least can be real about it. That's Ariel just keeps trying to use baby language <laughs> to try to get me to watch that's, it. That's it's what similar with the movie like Mother. Like I don't I wouldn't recommend that one to everyone either because it's Mother. That be, movie gives me such anxiety. Yeah, it, it's a very anxiety inducing movie intentionally. Something's was- gonna like go out the door and like never come back. <laughs> Your podcast will it's be It's one over. of those things where it's it's almost like Antichrist, where everybody talks about it and you're kind of curious about it and eventually you like go over there because you have like that sort of that weird macabre perverse curiosity. That's what makes it exciting, is that you know it's like almost taboo in a way, but it's taboo in a safer way than fucking I know. I guess I wasn't born is. with that part of my brain because I just don't give a fuck. I have no intention. Like there was no Shut. curiosity okay. for guess me to what? see this Guess what? It's movie. Halloween now, motherfucker. So it's a free game for all of us to watch these horror movies. Yeah, I'll watch them because it's Halloween, but I'm not gonna watch Martyrs. Fuck that. For Halloween, <laughs> you have to watch 31 horror movies in 31 days. Well, Jesus Christ, I can't even play a game in a week. You gotta catch up. <laughs> no, I don't even do that. That's like that's like the hardcore. Like like right now, there's like a thing called Inktober where you just draw yeah. something every day. For yeah, I have been prostipating. Uh, prostipa- participating. Prostipating. You're, you're, you're frostipating <laughs> in Inktober. <laughs> I haven't seen you I'm use the I'm a prostitute. Hash- I, I haven't been I used- did. I did. I used it last night and the I, night before. Oh, well, I haven't seen the hashtag on your stuff, so. You even retweeted it. I didn't see Inktober in it. It was in there, I think. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I'm working on my next Inktober right now. God, you need to up your Twitter game over there. I do not need to up my Twitter game. <laughs> these these uh these pictures that I've been drawing I'm making quite seen on Tumblr, but I haven't gained any followers, so that's disappointing. But I've been getting a lot of views. I'm up to 50 views on one of them. Oh boy. Hey, that's impressive for me. I'm used to just people be like I say things and it's just like <sighs> just in the wind, just gone. I know, like, basically this whole podcast. <laughs> it's just us shouting into the void, hoping yeah, that somebody like, will listen. We have, like, our we have like our 10 to 12 dedicated fans, and then, like, 
Sometimes that's all you need. Like you don't need to have a huge listening population. Sometimes all it takes is just that special few. The special few, like Jamie. <laughs> what? Who's Jamie? Ja- he's our he's our Australian listener. Oh, okay. I Hi, Jamie. I'm sorry. I think he still listens. He hasn't he, commented. He's the fan. He hasn't. He hasn't commented on. Hi, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) This is like this is like pen pals, but it's called pod pals. (laughs) Pod pals. I only communicate through podcasts. Yeah, Marcus exclusively. He has a Twitter. He doesn't use it. He exclusively communicates through the podcast. (laughs) It's the only way I know how. Um, I know. Um. Justin's really good at ventriloquism, and I'm actually a, a puppet. <laughs> I set up a mic for the puppet. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> uh, um, he squeezes my spine I to make say, me talk. I want to say his name is, is RJ because his Twitter handle is anime with, anime with RJ, but I know he listens to every episode, so it's awesome. But it's like, yeah, I'll post like a new episode, and like overnight, we'll just like automatically 10 episodes or 10 downloads overnight. And then because he just- knows our podcast is the only gaming podcast that's the most anime, <laughs> the most anime podcast. You're you're probably right. <laughs> We're not a pure anime podcast, but we cover anime and video games. And movies. Yeah. And lobsters. Yeah, sexual lobsters. <laughs> Ooh. It's been a long time since I heard any of his stuff. Yeah, well, apparently he changed his channel name and completely fucked himself over. Whoops. <laughs> now, he, he he tried to change it back and YouTube wouldn't let him because it violates their <laughs> policies. Oh, so he wasn't. So, like, it, it, they didn't have any of that system in place um, when they was originally made. And now, like, now they have, like, the whole stuff in place for, like, having age-appropriate names or whatever. And, yep, so his his name violates the rules if you try to use it. And so he could he can't use it anymore. But uh, anyway, we should probably move on to some video games. What'd you play this week? I played nothing. Good. What'd you play this it's week? A great, it's a great, Frost. It's a great, great thing for a host of a video game podcast to say. I didn't play anything. <laughs> yeah, your games are weak. Yeah, I my video game game is very weak. Um, no, I've been working on the the mouse pad thing so I can get that because it's got to come all the way from China. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> But the alternative is paying literally like six times the price of having someone here make it. You'd get a hundred mouse pads at a minimum. For what? Well, that's just what you would have to buy. It's oh, not for yeah. anything. Oh, you'd, yeah. Just bare minimums, you'd have to buy like a hundred. Yeah, see, from this company that I, I found in China, I can buy one. <laughs> Otherwise, I can, there's like a website where I can go to. Because I'm like, this isn't like... like um, this isn't like a regular, like normal size mouse pad. This is like a gamer mouse pad. Oh, this is 40, 40 centimeters by 90 centimeters. That, that's, Isn't that a little extensive? That's like that's that's specifically the kind built for for gaming, game, for getting over it, for, for gaming. <laughs> when PewDiePie ran into that problem, he was like, that's, I bought a bigger no, mouse like, pad. These the big mouse pads are what people use now that fuck tiny mouse pads. Everyone wants the giant ones that you can put your keyboard on top of. I just don't even use a mouse pad so i haven't used a mouse pad oh, in a long time have a laptop, so no i've had computers when i work and i didn't ever use mouse pad. you are not a pc gamer so that's why you don't i was an insurance pad. gamer <laughs> You you need you need a mouse pad. I needed I needed to with, with a even surface. I needed to surface. fight those rates. It's not gonna fuck up your your laser <laughs> when you're trying to get them headshots. You got you, you. You mean when I'm trying to close those deals? Oh my God. Yeah, when you you gotta press accept instead of cancel. You, oh, fucked it up because I didn't have a mouse pad. 
you know, I've I've made so many stake mistakes doing that job. I make stakes. <laughs> make stakes. <laughs> Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. That mouse pad is gonna be awesome. I can't wait, but it's gonna take like a month to get here. So I don't know. Maybe I should find someone in Taiwan. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I I recognize Taiwan is a country. Okay. And somewhere somewhere off in the distance on the internet, there's a little switch that says I am now banned from China. <laughs> Just a little red light, just boop. Yep, I'm on the do not fly list for China now. Probably because of all the anti, all the, all the, all the pro Hong Kong stuff I posted on Twitter. China's like, yeah, fuck this guy. Um, so yeah, what'd you guys play? What was so funny about me playing Disneyland and my comment today or what? What do you mean, what? I, at the beginning, you were laughing at me because of my Disneyland game. No, like you're, you're like, you're, you're. You kept interrupting and like going off on these tangents. I'm trying to introduce the show. Oh. You're like, I want to talk. I want to have a discussion. I just said, all you want to do is talk about that Disney game. But I don't, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> so. Bullshit. Uh, uh, well, there's not like much content to it. I already you talked just about run it. run around and press X to waggle. <laughs> No, there's they, for some reason the activate button is the trigger button and it pisses me off because I don't like the trigger button for stupid things. Well, there's no guns, so you have to use a trigger gun for buttons for something. No, you don't. You just don't need to use you the trigger button. You can you can't, use. You can't be running around Disneyland with a gun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Actually, you do. Buzz Lightyear gives you a little little laser gun <laughs> so you get to go and pop balloons with your laser Buzz! gun. <laughs> Uh, so what I did is I took that game and I gave it to our son for him to finally learn how to play video games. And he said, you do it. No, he didn't. <laughs> he has been figuring the fucking game out on his own. And he's been trying so hard to increase his skills and aiming at shit and using both joysticks at the same time. Like, finally, I found the game that he's trying to, like, actually actively learn how to play video games Man, instead what, of just being like, ah. Like, today he asked me if he could play um, Banjo-Kazooie, and I was like, fuck no, you can't play Banjo-Kazooie. You can't play that game worth shit. You have to learn how to read first. play Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> you don't need to know how to read to play Banjo. No, yes, you do. I tell you what. It's, yes, you it's, do. It's, it's about time. He <laughs> could just be dying a bunch. I was starting That's to... A, I, I don't... You know what? Okay, I will... Why don't Google. you... Come, why don't you come over here and walk, sit with them for a day? He literally, he, he literally never left the starting area of that game. He's he's. I think he's played for a total of like two hours in that game. Never left the starting area. That's good. <laughs> no, I, I, everybody's got to start somewhere. He's he's. Uh, I was starting to lose faith a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna like listen back to this podcast when he's like Fucking I'm gonna show eight. him this podcast and be like this is I would love to see him try uh, Mario 64 we I tried Mario but again Just he was like, having a hard time coordinating both his right and his left hand and well, that's Mario why Mario 64 was, is only one joystick is no because you have to press you have to you you have to press forward and then jump at the same time. Well, yeah, but it's not too. He joysticks. can't do that. No, I literally said he can't coordinate his left and his right hand together. Joysticks aside, he can't. He can't do mm. run and jump, and he can't do run forward, run backward, jump up, run. You forward. should start him where everybody else started. Just give him Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it made sense. People just be we, like, "You're playing like shit. Get offline." <laughs> it made. <laughs> it that sounds like Dota. <laughs> He'll just be like, "I'm five. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, made, it made sense to us, I guess, with our first video games, what we had. What was your first video game? How old were you? Oh, my God. We, so we... I was three. You we, were three. We, we, go over, three. we go over this, like, every three episodes. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just... I was three, yeah, like, and I played Mega Man. Probably See, very, I don't... It doesn't very, compute. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, my I game... Was, my first game was... Uh, I assume was I was Mario, really bad. Super Mario World. See, my first... My first game was uh, Commander Keen 4. How old were you? Oh, you didn't even play the first one. What a loser. Nope, that's, well, that's <laughs> no, what kidding. I had. <laughs> I, I, and I didn't even realize. I just, I had the vague images in my head until, like, until, like, the announcement of during E3 when they mentioned Commander Keen. It's like, this looks familiar. And so I, like, looked up the game. I'm like, oh, shit. Commander Keen 4 was my first game. I have distinct memories of playing the first Mega Man and in Gutsman stage because that's kind of where you start. Um, And distinctly, after... You get past these platforms that like drop and throw you. You reach this part where you you jump off this little ledge and you fall and there's like spikes and you have to move to like you have to move to get to like holes to evade like the spike traps as you're falling. Yeah. Yeah, and I just would fall on the spikes over and over <laughs> and over. I, I just couldn't do it. You see like for 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 our generation or people our age like our first video games were usually revolving around a controller with like a D-pad and two buttons. Yeah, for the most part. Or we're even going back. I mean, I. But even that, had that's kind of why we. Yeah, kids we, are we, better we, at something like yeah. Fortnite or even like maybe Apex, like because they're the younger you pick up on that stuff, you're more able to adapt. Yeah. Where we had to transition from 2D to 3D to. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe like yeah, if you're born with the, but I, I still feel like it's a good place to start. You start with like something simple, like even going back to like Atari Twenty Six Hundred, where it's like you have like either like the controller with like the little twisty the knob. knob, or you just have the joystick with the bun button and well, the I mean, play date. The point, <laughs> the, the point. Going back to the original point is that for some reason our son wasn't clicking like the rest of us did when it comes to video games. For whatever reason, well, Marcus he doesn't have to like video games. Maybe yes, he does. At, maybe he's good at balls. <laughs> he, okay, I'm, maybe I sound like I'm thrusting it upon him, but he takes an interest in these things because I play them, and he asks me to play them, but he can't. That's There we go. So my excitement about the Disney game is that I gave it to him, and he was finally able to try and play it, and then got was able to learn how to play it. And now is to the point where he's like transitioning back and forth between, you know, it's like in the game you have like, you essentially have a weapon wheel, but it's, you know, your like your little baton or your your phone camera. Like he can actually transition between the different quote unquote weapons. He can aim. He's learning all those hand-eye coordination skills. And I'm not thrusting it upon him. Again, it's something that he's asked that he's wanted, but he's just never been able to do it up until now. Yeah, I thought it was weird because like he's he he always wants to learn. He wants to watch like, video games like he, he likes start them. With 4X well, I'm games. not even I'm not even talking about video games. Like he in general he he wants to learn, but like when it comes to something physical to actually doing something, he like just gives up. <laughs> I know. Like, he doesn't even, like, try. Like, if you ask him to look for something, he's like, I don't know where it is. Like, okay, look. He just kind of glasses around. I don't see it. He's 100% (laughs) my kid. I'm sorry. But, like, but. He should play them 4X games. 
Like, he knew, like, his ABCs, like, well before most kids ever learn that stuff. And, like, he always wants to, like, he wants to, like, learn reading and all that type of stuff. But, like, Perfect. actual, but, like, actually. He'd be great like, for civilizations. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when it comes to actually doing something, he's just, like, it's either it's something he wants to do or he's not going to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he can build and get steamrolled by, like, the Mongolians. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As as somebody that grew up in a gaming family, it just made sense that I bought him his own gaming system. I bought him a, a DS like a couple Christmases ago because that's just what we did in my family. Like after my family got into video games, my brothers just had it all dumped on. Well, we had yeah. those like and they had them when they were young. We had so, those Tiger Electronics like. <laughs> We, we had those like really shitty LCD things that had S- like the three states on it. Yeah, like si- single <laughs> beep, game. Beep, beep. Yeah, I still have one. It's a Pocahontas one. <laughs> things or like that uh, ring game where the rings in the water and oh, you push yeah. the buttons yeah. and there are water jets and then you try to things. We used get to, the rings on the things. At my house, we used to have a basket full of toys like that, and it was called the shut like shut up basket. <laughs> Because it would be like, if we didn't want to watch TV, we would have to sit there and play with those quiet games. My family had a weird issue with games and having noises. Like, we weren't ever allowed to listen to the actual music of the game unless we had our headphones in. See, I know I'm just thinking this because I grew up with a pinball table in my house. Ugh, but lucky. Pi- but pinball would be a great game to, like, start with. I love Cause, pinball. Because you just have the two flippers. I would, like... And the two sides, and you just see, hit those. What's I would weird to have one of those machines, but they're so expensive. What's yeah. weird with But, I mean, like, video pinball would be, like, yeah. pretty good. I, I played a lot of video pinball. There was a monster. Inc. game that had pinball in it and I loved the shit out of that. Pinball is great. I mean, I that's why I like what they're like. There's been a lot of weird iterations on like adventure pinball and I say that meaning like like there, there's there been Creature in the Well that I talked about and then there's Yoku's Island Express which is like you're this bug that pushes this rock around this world but there's like paddles in the world and you'll like knock your character around the to get collect things around the stages and you're mostly you're uh you're you're delivering the mail you're which is why it's yoku's island express <laughs> but that game's pretty interesting and then there's demon's tilt which is coming that has like is more true to actual pinball but is also like adventure and more so like what it, it's like bullet hell meets pinball and i'm excited for that <laughs> But hey, I want to play some more pinball games. I should get some. I, I, it's, and on the on the Sega Genesis, I never owned one. My, my my cousins did. Like the two games I played on that was Sonic and Sonic Spinball. <laughs> <laughs> so much Sonic Spinball. But I mean, that's like like I said, that's probably a good place to start as a kid, maybe because it's pinball is pretty simple to understand. Uh, actually, it's exciting. I, I was gonna go. I was gonna go back and say that it seems to me that the simpler the game is, the harder time he has to adapt with it but the more complex the game is and the more you have to think about playing it he tends to do a lot better so i I think i think i'm gonna do a little experiment in this just because i was super fascinated that he was able to click so easily with the weapon wheel and and able to transition between all these different like gonna dump him in the mass effect uh no apex legends i'm I'm gonna dump him into don't starve and see what he does Hmm. nah dump him into civ I can't. I'm we don't trying have to. Civ. I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay away from games that require <laughs> you to read because he's not quite there yet. I mean, I I remember playing a lot of RTS and like games like the old old Civs that I didn't know how to read really <laughs> and just was like. 
just do it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I learned a lot yeah. from those games, uh, like Stronghold and all that, like when I was playing way too young to be playing those games. <laughs> and that's why you're so smart. That's why I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Stunted my growth. Honestly, I always thought that people, kids growing up, going into high school as somebody who didn't have video games as a child, I always assumed that kids who did have video games ended up being the smarter ones because every uh, one of my friends that played video games as a kid were in all honors classes. And I'm like... Video games make you smarter. That's what I thought. Yes and no. This has been, I remember a lot of studies of this when I was like in, especially in middle school about how games make you more intelligent, which is, I see as a false positive. Like at that time, yes, but now games are getting kind of dumb. Because games now are more like, even something like a first person shooter or competitive games are a lot of, well, A, they're competitive, but B, it's it's a lot of point and click, like point and direction and click and kill the thing. Yes, so... It's not like the days of old where I think of a lot of old games like I always remember Zelda had a lot of especially Ocarina of Time had a lot of problem solving and like yeah like those games I'm not saying I'm gonna be like yeah just Call of Duty makes you smart I distinctly remember I'm very pro Minecraft because I know a lot of people use Minecraft as a learning tool um and like I I see crazy stuff people making like computers inside Minecraft and stuff with like the redstone I mean that or like Civ (laughs) I keep bringing up Civ but stop stop (laughs) stop shoehorning civilization hey Civ is a great learning tool (laughs) I've never you played learn it, a lot of politics. I through just, Civ. the I did the thing I never the reason I never got into Civ games is because like I don't I don't like turn based games. Um, Pokemon was like literally the only turn based type game. I you want your played. life to melt away? Just do one match of turn based games is my transition period to the point where I would actually stop and pay attention to the game because I had a really bad habit of never paying attention to the game and then I would never know how to play it properly because I didn't pay attention to like what was being said to me or what I had to read or where I was supposed to go and quests and stuff or how I was actually supposed to play the fucking game and so I would never beat all these games but then I discovered my love for Final Fantasy 9 and that actually slowed me down and made me think strategically about video games so turn based games was real special for me it's my little tidbit I just think like of once again I had a real moment in Ocarina of Time where we struggled forever to get inside Jabu Jabu's belly and that like fuck that Jabu Jabu I it took me so long to figure out you had to capture a fish in the bottle and then dump the fish in front of him and that's once again like creative problem solving it's or, or just frustrated doing anything and everything in front of it until you get the... <laughs> maybe if I wave at him, okay? Maybe if I bring fire to him, okay? Maybe if I sing this song for Hit him. Hit him with a stick. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that, that took a ridiculously long time to figure out. But that, I, I like things like that. And But yeah, it entirely depends on the game. And I don't know, it's, it's, even something like Fortnite, you got to think on the fly with like crafting. Yeah, that one, you know, that one's not too bad, I don't think. Everybody likes to give it shit, but I mean, what really, what's it doing wrong other than being successful? Hey, creative problem solving. And that 
Fortnite more so than a lot of shooters because it's like, I'm going to build somebody into a box. Like, and then I'm going to kill them. Like, yeah, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty. Like you're, you're, you're thinking several steps out, several steps ahead. <laughs> it's getting some creative juice flowing. But not even that. It's like, to- I think things like uh, Fortnite tend to kick people's fight or flight a lot better than a lot of the other video games. Because when you're playing the game, you have fight it or, fl- or flight where you have to think super, super quick on how to address each individual enemy that you come across. I just wanted to reiterate but, what you were saying. I'm sorry. But but did you uh, play anything else? I did not play anything else. I was, um, it's October, so I'm participating in Inktober, and I'm also participating in uh, Kinktober, which is, the fucking October is like hopping as far as all these Tober participation month things. Um, I've never done Inktober or Kinktober before, but I've heard of them and I decided I would uh, pick them up to do them. So I've been really active on my Twitter, which is RMS All Hands on Deck for my podcast uh, and have been farting around with promoting my podcast and that other realm of entertainment and being a fangirl. It's not playing anything. It's just a news update on me. In case anybody cared, thanks. For having me. Did you even say the name of your podcast? Yeah, I said RMS All Hands on Deck. Okay, I was like, I thought I, I, I wasn't sure if I heard it or not. I was like... <laughs> you can follow my Twitter, RMS All Hands on D, and my podcast is RMS All Hands on Deck, and I have been using my Twitter to explore these different uh, avenues of entertainment. Yeah, so go listen to it, God damn it. <laughs> My clown fucking podcast episode didn't get any fucking views, and I'm so sad. I thought it was funny, especially all the censoring I did in it. Yeah, I worked so good. hard. I know that that's me. Like on on our episode where I did like that that uh that really shitty improv that you hated um with the time machine. <laughs> I put so much work into that edit, and that episode has, like, the least amount of listens. That's always the case, though, whenever you produce content, is that the one that you're super proud of is always going to be the one that nobody gives a fuck about. But the one that you were like, oh, my God, this is garbage. Everybody's going to lose their shit over it. Like, uh, the Ghost of Gamer Pass, the GOGP show. Like like I said, at one point, even on this podcast, I was listening to an episode of his, and he was just like, all right, well, I'm making an announcement. I'm putting uh, less work into the show. Um, because when I, uh, when I put more work into the show, the listeners go down, but when I put less work into the show, listeners go up. So I'm not going to be putting as much effort into the show because no one listens to it. And it's just like, that's how I feel sometimes, but you know, it, it be what it is. We still got listens. We got reviews and everything. So it's pos- It's all positive. I just wish we could, we, we could get more. I want more. I'm thirsty. I'm a thirsty podcast. Okay. Well, don't sound desperate. I'm not desperate. I'm thirsty. There's a difference. <laughs> What? All I'm saying is that this podcast is a genius podcast and more people need it in their ear holes. Wow. (laughs) I'm not narcissistic, I swear. You're a serial killer. <laughs> hey, I don't wet the bed. You almost wet the bed last night with how sweaty you were. Well, that's not intentional. You had your... You had your hand on my back, and it was literally like sweat was dripping from your hand down I my just, back. I just, I turn into a xenomorph when I sleep. I'm it's sorry. Gross. There's nothing I can do about it. I just, I get really slimy when I sleep. Ew. <laughs> Why am I married to you? Gross. All right, Slimer. Or did, is anybody going to ask me what I played? Or no, fuck that? you. What'd you play? We're not doing that segment anymore. What the fuck you? What did you play? Segment. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a, a deleted segment. That's that's in the that's that's lost to the annals of time. 
No, I, uh, I played. I started Control. Um, that game's pretty good. It's pretty good. But it, I understand why it's like not getting perfect scores because <laughs> it controls kind of clunkily. And so a game named Control doesn't it, control very. It, good. it moves like <laughs> awkwardly, and when you bump, like, which makes sense, but when you like bump into anything, like everything's weightless. Oh. Like items will just like shoot all over the place, which makes sense because you have telekinesis. Oh, so you can like pick things up and hurl things so it kind of makes sense that they're jiggly and loose <laughs> in a way Ooh. but it, yeah it just everything kind of feels a little weird like shooting feels like not perfect and kind of sloppy in a way <laughs> even though you got this really cool gun <laughs> and like telekinesis you, but i don't know the story and the it, you're in the oldest house and it's got all these weird like phenomenons of just uh, weird uh, there's what's called objects of power and those are like they, they've definitely done research of like real world like stories of like ob objects in the real world that have done like weird things or like weird myths surrounding things and there's what i think it the is it AEWs or no AW alternate altered world events or alternate world events um or altered world events anyway there's these AWEs, which are these events that involve a uh, paranormal phenomenon, like, oh, spooky uh, refrigerator <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I mean, like I said, they're all like grounded in reality. And this is a bureau that's the Bureau of Control that is kind of keeping all that stuff under wraps. And you find these these objects that objects of power, um, OOBs uh, that or OOPs, oops, as they call them. Um, and th those would be something like this gun that has like infinite ammo <laughs> or like there was a carousel horse that gives you a dodge, like a, an evade, a midair evade. <laughs> it, it's interesting to say the least. Uh, but I played, I played a few chapters of that. It, I've been enjoying it, but it is like, it, it's far from a perfect game, but it is, it's good. And other than that, I played a lot of, uh, on the, on the eighth, I bought ukulele and the impossible machine. Well, the impossible layer, bleh. impossible machines, a different game. Um, ukulele and the also known as the good layer. ukulele game in some ways. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, the first one was a bit rough and had a bit of a rough reception. It's far from a perfect game. This game is a lot better, but the first game was more in line with a Banjo-Kazooie, yeah. a collect-a-thon type game, and it, it was like part of the Donkey Rare Kong. Revival. This is more closer to Donkey Kong. Like, So they should just like take this IP and just like emulate all the old games, so they should do a Spyro next. They shouldn't. <laughs> um, I, I like Spyro got a, you know, a reboot. I, well, I, no, but like this is like a separate game that's almost like emulating old games. Yeah, but uh, this is, uh, Donkey Kong's not a far stretch because Banjo Kazooie was kind of like Donkey Kong and but 3D. Well, and then there also was Donkey Kong 64, but I, I don't want to get into that. Um, but anyway, the, this was uh, this is very much like Donkey Kong. It has the role, and you that that's more of a the role is more focused in this than it is in Donkey Kong. And you do have the if you roll off a ledge, you have kind of the jump at, like after you you're already off the ledge to try and like get onto other ledges i do wish there was more functionality that would make more sense here like donkey kong does a lot of interesting things that don't make sense with the characters like i think of dixie kong is a great example where it's like she has helicopter hair that makes no sense and it would make so a move like the helicopter hair that dixie kong has yeah. would make more sense here since 
you have a bat companion. Uh, so there's Yuka, he's the uh, chameleon, and Laylee is the bat companion. And I, I wish you would have, well, more so I wish the character functioned like Funky Kong from-, from I knew the, Funky Kong was going to come up. From Tropical Freeze. <laughs> well, you see, okay, because Funky Kong and Tropical Freeze, he had the functionality of like all the characters mixed with Donkey Kong. So instead of having, like, instead of wanting a Cranky Kong as a companion to bounce on spikes, like Funky Kong just could do that. Or having the helicopter hair of Dixie Kong, you just could hover on your by spinning your board. And similarly, uh, Diddy Kong had a jetpack, which let you get some extra hang time. And and that's all functionality that Funky Kong just had. But that's see, sans the uh, jumping on spikes thing. I think that's stuff ukulele should have inherently. Yeah, because you have a bat, so you should be able to have buttons that would uh, distinctly do a like twirl because you do have a twirl move. That's your attack. Uh, But I wish that would give like it kind of gives you a little bit of oomph when you jump with it. But not, it should function more like the helicopter hair, where it's like kind of a glide, is in my mind, uh, that's a better function. Or, like I said, with a, a Diddy Kong with his jetpack, how you can get a little bit of extra height on your jump. And I only say these things should exist because this game doesn't exactly punish you the way Donkey Kong does. Because uh, It's a little more forgiving. Well... I, okay, you in Donkey Kong, uh, if you lose your companion, you're just a solo donkey. Like you're just solo Kong, and obviously you can't jump as high, and you you basically lose a lot of your saving throws. Like yeah. having your companion character just enhances the abilities of Donkey Kong for the most part, at least if you're playing single player, which this game isn't multiplayer in any sense. Like ukulele is not multiplayer, but in this, uh, when you get hit, you lose like. Uh, Yuka will go, or Laylee will go, like, kind of berserk and, like, fly around the screen for a bit. And you can just tap them and get them back. But in addition to that, there's bells throughout the level. Like, so if you did lose your companion, you could ring those and get your companion back. So, like I said, the fact that you can still lose your companion, you should lose some functionality of your character. But you really don't in this. Like, the the only thing you lose is the ability to take that extra hit. Yeah. So, just certain gameplay things like that in the actual levels, I don't think we're super considered. And I don't, like, the controls aren't as tight as something like Donkey Kong. Like, I don't know, then. And, and that's already like Donkey Kong doesn't control as good as Mario already, but it still had its own flavor of things where this it's kind of in a no man's land between them in a like not so great way. Yeah. But this was a perfect buy for me because I had been Jones and Donkey Kong or just a platformer like Donkey Kong. And this kind of like, whoa, that fits the bill and it's $30. So I jumped on that. Uh, And it's I'll, so it sounds like I've been shitting on it a lot, but I, I I think the platforming is pretty decent, to be honest. It it's it's just not. I don't think that's where this game shines the brightest. Now, for me, I've actually been avoiding doing levels because what I enjoy doing more than the levels is exploring the overworld. This game has the best overworld I've ever seen because you'll. It's kind of like an isometric 3D, and you. It has like the overworld has these puzzles to solve that may unlock levels, so to speak. But I'll get into that. But you'll you know have blocks to push around. But there's like bomb trees which this is stuff that kind of existed in the original ukulele but bombs to grab and you'll blow up like walls and you know you just poke around you'll find all kinds of things though they'll be weird there's weird uh creatures that are like usually inanimate objects that are talking like there's a character named vendy which you can tell is a vending machine um so justin if i say the name uh trouser do, do you know what that would be does that what what could you guess that trouser would be 
a pair of trousers. I, I, I would want to say pants, but I feel like there's a twist You're coming. Close. Um, it's a snake wearing pants. Now, can you see? <laughs> uh, yes, <it's laughs> trousers. There's only one. Uh, he's wearing a trouser, not and, a pair of trousers. And he's a trouser snake. That's great. Um, <sighs> oh wow. Yeah, and uh, this game does have paywalls. Now, I say that jokingly because they mean that jokingly. Because trouser, he has these paywalls. <laughs> and you have to get coins in the nice. levels and pay him to pass these walls, uh, which will like unlock more levels as you go, or maybe it'll change kind of things in the environment. Uh, and there's, there's the pages are still there. They have weird challenge levels, which I don't, I haven't seen a real good one yet. Usually, it's like kill all these enemies, and I don't know, those haven't been like super creative. Uh, but. Not not everything's perfect here, but the th this is what's real cool about the overworld is you like the fir the first encounter with this, which is I think world three or four. Y it'll be like, oh, here's a after you beat the world, it'll be like here's frozen like these frozen berries. So you'll pick one of those and it tells you to shoot it at the level. And when you shoot it at the level, it'll freeze because like the levels are these books on the ground. It'll freeze the water on this. And that opens up a secondary level there, uh, or and it's it's the same level, but like in this level there used to be this flowing water, but now all the water's frozen, and that's opened up all these different paths you can go yeah. and different parts of level. Sometimes they're drastically different, and I thought that was like like oh wow, you like repurposed your level to have these dual levels, and and all a lot of the levels have these dual things like. I had one that I flooded with water. Um, there was one that gets like a ton of these enemies, just endless parade of enemies dumped into it. And, and I mean, I'm still pretty early on, but I've seen quite a bit of these and they're pretty cool. And I, I, I like solving these extracurricular like things in, in the world of like, oh, I, I'm missing like parts. Go find these parts. And, you know, you'll just look around. But they're also in the overworld. There's tonics you can find. And the tonics act as modifiers on your character, which you can equip up to three, at least for the beginning. I don't know if that changes at any point. It probably doesn't, which can either. It seems like they make the gameplay while you're in the levels either like easier or harder. Like I, I only had the first one, which let it had uh, Laylee when they were in their panic mode, they stayed on the screen longer. Yeah. And gave me more time to retrieve them. But you do take a hit to your like quills at the end, which is kind of this currency you use, which is another cool thing. And Donkey Kong, I think of how you're getting like Donkey Kong's got a lot of interesting collectibles, but they, a lot of them have no purpose really. Like, oh, you're collecting bananas, but up until recently, there was nothing really to do with your bananas in Donkey Kong games. And even then, like, they have a shop in Donkey Kong where you can spend bananas, but it's on a lot of kind of pointless stuff like yeah. buy more lives or buy, like an extra hit or something or like get uh, by a companion which isn't great like but this is actually what well i think that was the banana coins because now donkey kong has banana coins bananas uh spelling kong and puzzle pieces which the puzzle pieces just unlock concept art but anyway this is not about donkey kong but the, just the <laughs> Even games though are, it keeps coming back well the it. games are very very synonymous <laughs> but but i like that the quills actually seem to have a purpose and having a whole bunch like Frick in the uh early early on I had over a thousand and like I spent all that on one thing. So things cost <laughs> quite a bit, uh, which is nice. And I mean the tonics seem like they can be once again boons that you may take a hit to the multiplier at the end of the level. Like the first one I had gave it a 0.9 multiplier. Yeah. Or there's ones that might serve as a handicap or make you worse. <laughs> and those will add to your multiplier. But that the the quills actually seem to have some value and I like that. So I, I do think this game's doing a lot of interesting things, but it's, it is not uh, 
it's it's not a perfect game. Uh, like I said, it is rough, but it is thirty dollars. See, which makes me wonder. I I would like to see a like going. I hope they go forward with this more so than the classic like one they did because I think if they smoothed out and like I said, maybe made some changes to the gameplay. Yeah. With most specifically Laylee, like Laylee should add a lot more functionality to your character than they do. Uh, and uh. What, one thing I extra hate about the levels, which this is like inexcusable, inexcusably <laughs> bad. Uh, it's just bad design. They, uh, there might be these, there, there's these coins in the levels and, uh, there, there's five in each level, uh, which kind of, I guess like the Kong letters in a way, but they're, some of them are hidden pretty well, but my th- problem is some of them are barred behind like, oh, you need the, you need to jump on this enemy's head to get like enough height to do this jump, hypothetically, which I wouldn't have an issue with if the enemies respond. See the problem here? You kill the enemy, like either you didn't notice the secret there at first, yeah. you killed the enemy and then you realized, oh, there's the thing up there I could have got, or you kill the enemy, you don't quite make the jump, and then you go, well, crap. Now, I will give the game credit to the fact that there are, they're very liberal with their checkpoints throughout the levels, and this game doesn't have lifes. There are no lifes in this, which actually I think is a good thing. I think that's actually pushing the genre forward because lifes in something like Donkey Kong or even Mario kind of don't serve a purpose anymore because I think of when I did, I talked about Tropical Freeze recently that I like permanently had 99 lives, like so the lifes didn't even matter. So it was like, why have them in there at all? Like there's no punishment. And even if you lose all your lives, you can just hit continue and you'll get all your lives back. Well, you'll get like five lives back. Um, And then you, granted you would lose whatever check point you were at in the level and you'd have to play back to that point but it's not ultra punishing this doesn't do that and in fact if you die too much at a checkpoint it'll let you skip a section which i assume would just jump i've never done it but it it seems like it would let you just skip to the next checkpoint so it seems really forgiving on that front but but i i bring up the not having lives because i'm like you can if you fucked up a jump or killed an enemy you could suicide and then like respawn at the checkpoint and then retry it but i shouldn't have to do that it should just respawn the enemies in these locations which hopefully maybe that gets passed and fixed because I don't know I, I had one where like these enemies walked back and forth and when you like jumped they would also jump yeah uh and I had to kind of like make them jump and then bounce on their head to get enough height to get this thing oh yeah but they're right before right before I had to make them jump there's a little spike like on the ceiling and one of them would almost always hit that and then sometimes I wouldn't quite get the jump right and I would kill the guy and then no more guys so I'd have to go kill myself to start over which was just really <laughs> annoying yeah and it was like why can't I do what I do in Donkey Kong where oh I killed the guys on the screen I can just go a few screens over and, and then, then come, come back and then, they're there yeah, yeah just like come back and have them respawn yeah so I don't know Platonics get on that uh, Platonic. <laughs> if you're listening they're big fans of the show I, I'm just got saying some advice for you I'm just saying that that would iron out one of my problems. I think the other problem that I had where I mentioned before is a lot of the control stuff. I don't think that can really be fixed. But if you're making, I only bring that up because if you're making a sequel, those are things to consider is you look at, you need to look more closely at something like Donkey Kong and see, like, like I said, you don't want to make a 100% donkey, like dollars to donuts or whatever a phrase is, (laughs) apples to apples comparison. You don't want to be 100% the same. But this, like I said, Laylee should have more, add more functionality to Yuka than just, like, once again, it serving as that extra hit. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And once again, 
like flying makes kind of doesn't even make sense in Donkey Kong, but yeah. it does here because you're a bat. Yeah. You have wings. They just in Donkey Kong were like, hey, what if Diddy Kong had a jet pack? <laughs> yeah. And like and that being later Donkey Kong. And then like, like I said, with Dixie Kong being like, what if her hair twirled like yeah. a, <laughs> like a tornado and that will make her hover. Nice. <laughs> so just some notes on that. But it's it's good. It's good enough that I'm going to keep playing it. I did want to check out Indivisible, but I didn't get a chance to... Well, I, I may wait on that one. I don't know. I have a lot of other games. Like, I need to at least finish Control, and then I, I kind of was deciding between Indivisible and uh, Ukulele, and I, I chose Ukulele because I was really Jones and a platformer and not necessarily a turn-based RPG. Yeah. Which that game... I don't know how much you know about that game, but the animation, beautiful. Uh, the opening was done by Studio Trigger. I mean, that game's by the Skull Girls team, Indivisible is, so yeah. you can imagine how good this looks, and uh, it is like uh, Valkyrie Profile, uh, which th those games were kind of like a side-scroller with like light platforming stuff, as well as when you got into fights, they were traditional like three-on-three -three type battles, so yeah. I don't know, cool stuff. Uh, th there are a lot of games, so but that's at least all I checked out this week. Uh, really only two games, but I wanted to mostly speak to Ukulele. Uh, that team seems good, and I I also have to extra give them props because a lot of companies, after they've kickstarted one game, they'll kickstart their next game. Yeah. They, they didn't kickstart this. Oh, so really? obviously this was like just funded with money they had, or maybe they, I don't know if they have a publisher on this or not. I didn't really check or may, but either way, this was made without asking the community to fund it. So I, I got it mad props for that. So is there, is anyone else have any, any games? All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back. This is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. And uh, first things first, we're going to have to get that uh, secret code out of the way for our little giveaway contest here. So the following word and or phrase is the secret code. Beep. Insert, insert code here. No. Um, free Hong Kong. So uh, just DM us that phrase and you will be entered to win some cool stuff, which I already said before. $25 game code of your choice as long as I can email you the code. If it's it, it's, if it's something I can only buy physically, then that makes it kind of hard. Um, some stickers and an exclusively designed mouse pad. There will be like maximum of like three in the world. So uh, you will have a piece of LGA history essentially. So yeah, that's cool stuff. And now it's time for the news. So how about that news, Marcus? You yeah, think the news has news? been really happening this whole week. There... It got real busy with a lot of news, especially yeah. yesterday. All right, yeah. So let's start with some of the lighter stuff first, um, right off the bat, as far as the top news. 
Um, so uh, former Nintendo lawyer uh, John Kirby passes away at 79, and he's uh, one, basically they named the character Kirby after um, this guy. So he was kind of a big, big guy in the early days of Nintendo. I mean, he was their lawyer. And they, apparently they loved him enough to name a character after him. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that might be like Mario where he's yeah. just like a landlord. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, what you think with Mario? Didn't they offer him like a percentile of the company? I think so, yeah. That could just be a rumor. Or but Maybe. But I, I don't want to spread any fake news, but I think they offered him a percentile, and he was like, no, you guys are basically going nowhere, but so here wrong in the, was he. Here in the article, it says that uh, he represented Nintendo in the company's 1984 case about whether Donkey Kong violated Universal Studios' copyright for King Kong, and uh, John Kirby helped them win that case. And that's why Donkey Kong kept its name and plot throughout its lifetime. You know, I always loved... About Donkey Kong, which this is something, once again, ukulele doesn't have. Um, I like the, the the weird, like, cousins. I like all the other Kongs. <laughs> like, I yeah. mean, I like, like, An Donkey Kong. Family. But I like that there's, like, Cranky Kong and Swanky Kong and Kitty Kong and... Funky Kong. Funky Kong and <laughs> Chunky Kong. Gotta yeah. bring up Funky Kong. I like all that, where I kind of wish ukulele had that. All right, well, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, so PlayStation 5 will launch in late 2020. Uh, I'm, I'm, they said here, like, holiday. in time for the holidays. Holiday so 2020. I feel like not so much late. I want it because I think late implies, like, almost too late for, for, for holiday season. Like, holiday season basically is, like, starting right at the end of October, really. I've always been, I've always said ps5 will launch in november makes yeah, the most makes, sense makes sense to or, be out in november so people can buy it and they can get yep. enough on shelves for yep. christmas yep exactly so. um and yeah and it's going to be called the playstation 5 in a, the, a surprise to absolutely nobody what people don't know is it's uh it's the roman numeral for five so it's a psv <laughs> that will be awesome actually i'd be down for that no <laughs> psv and then uh, PSVR. PSVR. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, comes with PSVR. <laughs> well, there is a patent for a new PSVR that is, is wireless hey, um, well. and has several cameras on it. I doubt it'll come with the console, but no, I mean, no, I definitely hope. won't. It's just a, it's kind of you can get the bundle for eight hundred bucks. <laughs> it's tentatively called PSVR two, which I mean, surprise to no one. As far as I know, the the base PSVR is going to be compatible. Like we don't, we don't know for sure yet, but I'm pretty positive the yeah. base PSVR will be compatible with the PS5. Uh, but obviously, like stands to reason they would eventually iterate, and wireless is the inevitable yep. way to go. So yeah, free up the cords. Um, yeah, so the console will have a solid state drive. Yeah, games will be released on 100 gigabyte discs. Yep. Uh, the PlayStation Five reads physical media via 4K Blu-ray drive. Yep. So it's got it's finally got that 4K yep. Blu-ray in line so, with like, the other this devices. This will be another one of those must-purchase things because it'll be, it'll like like the PlayStation be Three was when it when it first came out. It was the cheapest and best uh, Blu-ray player around. Well, the the Xbox One S is actually a cheap 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I mean, yeah, I have the Xbox One X, which is also 4K. But um, I mean, if you're if you're wanting a PlayStation, I mean, you got to get that PlayStation Five and get that 4K. Yeah. Well, I mean, this being that 
that this sounds like it's going to be fully all the way backwards compatible. Yeah, it'll uh, be like the one machine to kill them all. Yeah, I mean, it'll be the one to move to. Yeah, uh, let's see. As with games this generation, they'll need to be installed from the disc, though Sony is now saying that players will have more granular control of which parts of games they install or uninstall, campaign, multiplayer, etc., Okay, and this I found interesting because that this sounds like one of those things that they're pitching, but like now it's up to the game won't. developers to implement. And I mean, on top of that, this sounds like one of those things that like, oh, this will be there, and then it's like, and then nobody uses it. Well, it just added so much later, yeah. Because uh, like both PS3 and PS4 have had several things like that where they've yeah. been like, yeah, oh, we'll have this functionality, and there's yeah. still stuff with the PS4 that's not there that they promised. Well, even like um, so. the same like. That that's a thing that you can do on the Xbox, um, where there's different things you can choose to install earlier or prioritize. And well, one of the big things was you'll be able to play while the game installs, yeah. and that's like half true. Yeah, it was like in in as far as like the, <laughs> it was frustrating for me on the Xbox one because it was one of the Gears of War games, um, and it might have been I think it was might have been the. Um, Gears of War 1, the Ultimate Edition or whatever that I was trying to install. And so, like, it got to a certain point, and then I was like, oh, you can launch the game now. And so I got launched the game, and then you, you just launch into the menu. I'm like, okay, great. And I click campaign, and, oh, you don't have enough installed to play this. And it gives you, like, the options. Like, what do you want to prioritize, the campaign or the multiplayer? It's like, I press campaign. It's like, okay, we'll prioritize the campaign. But I couldn't play the campaign. I couldn't launch the campaign until... The game was like ninety five percent. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was like been, that was pointless. That's been ridiculous. But like I said, I, I've even had ones that uh, they were like, "Oh, you can launch the game now and play," and it's either like dumps you into a weird like tutorial thing <laughs> or like uh, just practice mode. Yeah, like, sp- specifically fighting games it's would like, just dump the you into like, the practice thing, and then others have like. You know, been like here's mission one one or chapter like one one. Yeah, that you finish instantly, and then it's like oh, you just have to wait for the rest of it to the install. Which yeah, I feel being in the game slows that process of install. But what do I know? But anyway, this sounds like it would be much more granular to be like yeah multiplayer campaign or like whatever yeah. like piecemeal. Yeah, um, like install like the first four levels of the. <laughs> Like, of the single player, so I could just play that while the rest downloads. Once again, that's likely going to be on the software end uh, for software developers to implement, yep. not necessarily the hardware developers. They just will put that there to be there. They'll just and they, they'll just it'll be a framework that they can utilize. So, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't expect that to be on it. Maybe it'll be like every first party game, but um, I wouldn't expect it to be a thing that will be common. Um, see, I mean, something like Call of Duty for sure. Yeah. B- big, big AAA games. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 5's revised user interface will show more information about what can be done in a game, including the availability of multiplayer matches. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I, I don't know exactly what that means yet. Yeah, I guess we'll see. find we'll <laughs> find out. I it could be it could literally mean anything. <laughs> Um, let's see. Wired's writer ha- held a prototype of the new PlayStation 5 controller and wrote that it seems similar to the PlayStation 4 controller. Obviously, like you can't, I mean, how much further can you go with these? Um, it'll include a speaker, and here comes some of the jargon you'll need to see. You'll or you'll start seeing reporters and game makers using using to discuss 
next gen hardware adaptive triggers that offer or this can offer awesome uh can offer varying levels of resistance to make shooting a bow and arrow feel like the real thing i mean yeah that sounds pretty cool not like the real thing but yeah having some sort of tension to it that is yeah. programmed like the game by game like uh most specifically i've heard people talk about like triggers on certain guns feeling different yeah i think that'd be pretty cool so uh, and plus the uh the rumble um which you haven't mentioned yet is is different but that's like uh because it's it's fully tactile uh but that that's another thing because if they have it in the rumble in the trigger area at all that could be interesting too yeah i um i hope they improve the actual trigger shape itself because i i think they will i feel like by and large the best trigger on a controller design is on the xbox on the playstation it doesn't feel quite right it's better than the ps3 was oh my god that's that's like the worst ps4 is actually like a trigger yeah ps4 like they tried a little bit harder but like it it's a little little more improvement needs to be done still I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, this sounds promising. I yeah, this seems really cool. the The tension thing seems yeah awesome. So, which I do wonder if that's fully like what are they called the uh, the the switches where they're kind of like have all the intermittent steps. Um, I'm not sure. The but pressure sensitivity basically. Yeah. Um, is that getting into that territory? Does it have something like that in these triggers or is that not all the way there or I'm not? I'm sure. I almost wonder if there's like a mechanical. Cause I know that was like something tighter. that GameCube had that like nothing else had. Yeah. Uh, Wired was also impressed with the improved haptics slash rumble in the controller reporting that reporting this of their time using it to play demos created by the studio Japan team behind PlayStation 4 VR game Astrobat Rescue Mission. On ice, a high-frequency response made the thumbsticks really feel like my character was gliding. Jumping into a pool, I got a sense of resistance of the water. On a wooden dri- bridge, a bouncy sensation. Huh. So they're... I almost... I just want to... Like, so they're getting into the HD rumble game. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. Um, for those of you stocked up on micro-USB wires for charging PlayStation 4 controllers, too bad. The PlayStation 5 controllers will be charged with USB Type-C. Thank fucking God. Not that it matters. I'm probably just going to use whatever, like, charging dock I can buy because having to fiddle with wires to charge controllers sucks. It's nice to have a dock to put two controllers on and have them sit there and charge while you're not using them. Uh, One studio that is now confirmed as a PlayStation 5 developer is Bluepoint Games, maker of 2008. yeah, the so yeah, they they redid uh, Shadow of the Colossus, but the only reason I'm kind of like cutting you off is just because my excitement is like through the fucking roof. <laughs> so they they are Bluepoint is known for doing very large scale uh, remakes and very high quality, especially with something like Shadow of the Colossus. But the rumor is once again, I don't mean to get the rumor mill all started, but it's highly likely that they're rebuilding Demon Souls. Hmm. Which yeah, they would say be, like, blow your mind amazing. Their quote says, we're working on a big one right now. I'll let you figure out the rest. Demon Souls. <laughs> big one. I don't know. That sounds like a another Shadow of the Colossus. Big. <gasps> it's Katamari. <laughs> it's real big. It's real big. A uh, real big fish. <laughs> uh, let's see. But yeah, see. Clearly a tease that Sony has bought the rights to F-Zero is making a new one. No. That that is not happening. Um, but yeah, that haptic feedback sounds cool. Also, that SSD is going to be so good for these consoles because right now, yeah. like you load up any game and 
a console and you just want to, it's like you, you die a little on the inside yeah, while you're waiting for stuff to load. And this will be a bigger boon in the in console. Like I know a lot of PC people are like, "Oh, that's already been on PCs." But the thing yeah. is, is, when people make a PC game, they have to th- make it not with SSDs in mind. Yeah. Where this is, if like, you know, yeah. guaranteed that every console has the SSD, you can, you build, can build around yeah. that. Yeah. So that's going to be really awesome for consoles because I mean, I think that just goes for like anything. A- generally any consoles like you look at a console and in most cases it's underpowered compared to like a custom pc but it's always optimized so it can usually outperform um far longer like it can perform like way past than you would figure like a pc of like similar specs i mean but- and i i'm still like despite the fact i i know and i agree with people i'm not, I'm not dissing any pc folk out there that game like certain games if it is on multi-platform it's going to look best on pc because you can do a lot more on pc oh yeah and also graphical mods but let's leave graphical mods outside of this (laughs) but if you can set something on ultra high settings or have uh higher frame rates and all that it's gonna look better on pc totally but But it's you're not gonna get games like a god of war which is like or or i mean the other like yeah uh well, I guess Gears is on PC, but it, like, well, actually, all Xbox games are now on PC, so <laughs> Xbox isn't a great example. But with the so- Sony things, that they're made with the hardware in mind, and yeah, they like there are certain games on the PS4 where it's like I don't know how the PS4 is running this. Yeah, exactly. I, so, like, your the PlayStation 4 sounds like it's taking off in a rocket ship. Yeah, it's it sounds like it's at it. Well, especially with modern games, that yeah. it sounds like it's definitely at a breaking point. Yeah, but. I mean, look at something like uh, uh, like Resident Remake 2, like RE2, is like, I don't know how that's on the PS4. Yeah. And once again, I know it looks better on PC. Well, like, but so, so if you take, like, if you take, like, a current game now um, that's bogging down the Xbox and you put it on a PC built, let's say, th- that's about the same age as the console, but was in with specifications similar to that console and you try to play the same game on that PC, I guarantee you it's going to bog down more it's, on the PC than the console because the PC's still running Windows. The PC's doing other shit that you can't applications. Control. Yeah, whereas a console is built just to play the game. So, and I mean, it's... it's e- Even another thing that I remember, which is always like, once again, this is kind of like why... Which most most people would agree, like... I know, I know you, can, you can do PC gaming on a budget and PC games on the whole with digital sales and through Steam and all that and all the sales it's there's a lot of there's a wealth of savings to be had i i fully understand that but on the console side of things you can buy one machine that's typically going to last six to ten years depending on the console generation obviously but usually six has been the benchmark um that will run everything on there and i think of this specifically with uh like early i think of like early ps4 games which would be uh what's what's a good example you can think of something early xbox one games either or just give me a give me a game god i'm drawing a blank um oh jesus preferably something that's been on multiple platforms um what year did the PlayStation 3 come out destiny first destiny Destiny's kind of cross-generational but that that's kind of a good example but well destiny is a great example so if you if you had a pc that could run destiny at the time when the ps4 came out and once again somebody bought a pc slash a ps4 
now P- let, let's just say the PS4 can run Destiny, and then the P- Destiny 2 comes out, PS4 can still run Destiny 2. PC, maybe not, and you might need a graphics card. Yeah. But the, the biggest thing that I, I saw this with was something like uh, Tomb Raider, oh, where yeah. it was like, wow, you need, like, if you don't have a the 1080, uh, like, GTX 1080 or yeah. t- 1080 Ti, you're you're not going to be able to run this thing basically like it's yeah. going to like destroy your computer <laughs> um so you're going to run it on lower settings when it's like but that that same game still works on the PS4 now granted once again you're probably not getting you're not getting like 60 frames probably and you're not getting yeah. like a- absolute but you high graphics but you you can play it and get good settings like definitely above lowest settings yeah. so that's kind of a win in my book you're playing but, Destiny 2 on like the like uh playstation 2 tomb raider graphics and just like that that's always kind of why i've been like i've dabbled definitely in pc gaming and i've been i've played pc games sure i think rts's basically can only be played on pc until consoles actually get keyboard and mouse support like full keyboard and mouse support yeah which has been getting better but for the most part those are pc exclusive stuff but it's like I said, I like the idea of like, oh, you buy this one box and just like games for the next six years, like you're guaranteed to be able to play those on there. Yeah. And, and that's a <clears throat> nice comfort. Like as as much as I love PC gaming and as much as PC gamers will always try to like argue how economical PC gaming is, it simply like is not like it, the most economical way to play video games is through a console. Especially nowadays with like Game Pass, unless it's a Nintendo platform, I, well, I think yeah, well, that's the they Nintendo kind of is doing like the Apple thing. Yeah, but well, Apple was a Trojan horse in my biggest opinion, but I don't want to delve too deep on that. But Nintendo does the we're a budget platform, which is true. Like yeah. usually their specs are but not as great as the other ones. Like depreciates yeah, in value, the, but the software never goes down in price. And I mean, I've, yeah beating that drum like constantly yep. but it's a big letdown over there as much as i'm a nintendo person i mean i'm also a big sony person well and i played plenty of xbox too well not xbox one but no none of our listeners would know that i used to be a big xbox person <laughs> I, I used to love 360 era xbox was great <laughs> Oh, good old 360 era with the avatars. And even Xbox, the original Xbox was also a great era, too. <laughs> so it's really just the Xbox you know, One I, I got the problems with. Oh, I, I love, Jesus, my stomach. Um, I love the original Xbox because that was like, I went, like, like I said before, I went from a Nintendo 64 to an Xbox. And it blew your mind. And what blew my mind was the fact that, like, basically fuck memory cards <laughs> you can listen to music and play a game yeah, at the can, same time can, like, which you, they've axed yeah well yeah now it's like well you can but it's not like it's not integrated into the games anymore like it used to be imagine like, integrated straight into the interface the ability to beam a podcast while you're playing like, <laughs> which See, i mean like, you could just have on your phone but yeah. i'm just saying you could just have the change the audio to a podcast well, you, That'd be cool. you still can't well you can uh on the xbox you can play like spotify over games oh that's interesting i didn't know that yeah um but the interface just... is really clunky on the xbox but it works uh, it's, it's i can't, I can't figure out since I didn't start on an Xbox one, I got one <laughs> later that I didn't bother to learn it. So, and it's like a mess. I'm like, there's yeah. just stuff everywhere. Well, they, they change I can't, like, the interface like every year. The, the, 
hitting the Xbox button to get the like quick menu, that's the like that quick menu is good. Yeah. But I'm like the actual like the actual menu sucks. Yeah, the actual interface is like there's stuff everywhere. Well, I remember there's ads everywhere. Remember in the Xbox 360 where like they they updated the interface and got rid of blades, but then they're like, "Oh, guess what? Blades are back inside your Xbox menu." And oh. it was and it was terrible because it was slow. Yeah. It took like so long to and even the Xbox One has a slow menu, but the oh my god, the first iteration of the Xbox One interface was so bad because the Xbox button would bring up like the the whatever I forget what they called it, but it was like the one where you could like oh you could have uh your picture in picture mode, like you press the Xbox button and it launches like some other app and then you have like multiple like pictures going on, like split screen stuff and like, if you were playing a game, you'd press the Xbox button to go back home. It wouldn't pause the game. Like, it would just be going. And same thing with, like, Netflix. Like, if you're watching Netflix, it would just keep playing. It's like, no, I just want to, like, press the Xbox button to Fucking go home. Christ. And not and just everything just kind of pauses. Like, it's basically, like, the big pause button. <laughs> it was just... I, it was the god-awful interface. But, yeah, the Xbox interface now, it's a lot better than it used to be. And that that home menu or that that Xbox button menu is pretty nice, but it is still really clunky. Like the there isn't a good way to like uh, like on a PlayStation, if you're playing a game and you want to pause it or not pause it, if you want to like record like a video clip really quick or you want to screenshot like you can there's that share button. You can like hold it. Yeah, hold it for a video clip. Or, It'll have the last fifteen minutes of yeah, play, or, or or like double double press it for like a screenshot really quick, or just press it once to bring up the share menu, so, something like that. But like in the Xbox, I if if there is a way, maybe I haven't figured. Out, I haven't actually dove into this because I don't do it that often. But it's like oh, I gotta press the home button, then I have to scroll over to the screen or the the screen record thing, and then press one of the buttons on there. It's it's a lot more clunky. Um, Since we're on the subject, I saw a, once again, just rumor mill, which has supposedly been debunked. I'm doing air quotes around that because <laughs> uh, we, we really don't know yet. But it sounds like both Scarlet or the new Xbox as well as the new PlayStation might have some camera integration for like streaming and doing like, you know, a picture in picture type stream. That wouldn't surprise me with the way things are going. Yeah, and it, If not like built straight into the console i think that'll be part of the interface and maybe they'll sell a camera separately yeah i yeah that wouldn't surprise me especially like with xbox pushing mixer well yeah that's why i'm like xbox probably definitely with how big mixer is and i don't know if like playstation cares as much but 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 then i think of the share button and yeah that's true yeah I mean, even Nintendo has like a snapshot button. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just thinking that they definitely are catering to like social media and streaming and how that's a big part of games now. So, but that, like I said, some of those rumors were like the rumor originally that I saw was that, uh, PlayStation has a, has kind of a dated camera and the Xbox Scarlet will supposedly have a 4k camera. Uh, but pretty good. who knows if any of that's true. And I, but I saw like Sony people were like, no, that's not the case. So I don't know, but that could be once again, I, this could be separate peripherals and not some, a uh, packed in product for all we know. Yeah. Or maybe a different skew that maybe comes with a bundled in for all we fucking know. But anyway, 
Speaking of once again new consoles, as we were, uh, what are your thoughts on so we so like like we know PlayStation Five launching? They said holiday. 2020 which could be you know any time from like basically september to uh christmas but when we look at scarlet when do you think that would be i i really think that they're gonna try to be out before that that's my thought i was gonna but say at the same time i was gonna say july not, september but uh the, at the same time sony isn't making an announcement until sometime next year yeah so like now it's like basically xbox is playing the guessing game where they can come out and say, guess what? We're launching before that. But then Sony can come out with their actual announcement. Like, guess what? We're still launching before the Xbox even. See, I would say. I think it's going to be an arms race to who can release first. I would say late July, early September for Scarlet. And then Sony in November. And that would give you a bit of breathing. That room. wouldn't surprise me at and, all. And part of my reasoning for this is, as we know, because we're in the thick of it, September is a big game release month. Yeah. So you you're gonna drop a big game. September's a good month to do it. Yep. And obviously we September know in October is we know uh, Halo's a launch title. Yep. So just kind of piecing and like I said, I do think they want to beat Sony to market, so people have already spent X dollars on this platform yep. over that platform. Exactly. Like they they're definitely in direct competition with one another. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's the it, they and I think that's why Sony hasn't made a concrete announcement on a date yet because I think they're kind of waiting for Microsoft to show their hand. Yeah, I I know for sure they're not going to launch on the same day. I know that. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, not. I, I can't think of a console that's ever launched on like the same day. Plus, the logistics of that would be <laughs> freaking terrible. Can you imagine, like, just stocking up like on, a GameStop with two different consoles on the same day? Well, on top of that, I think on the back end, factories produce yeah, like they're using similar chips and architecture at this point. So. Yeah, it's basically they really at this point they're basically just like PCs. <laughs> and, it is, and but- they're they're using the same chips, just designed a little bit differently, but um, they have a different shell over the top of different flavor of operating system um they're not they're nothing like the playstation 3 with the, the freaking cell processor and linux yeah <laughs> that thing, what a mess what a mess that thing was but yeah I, i'm just i do think microsoft wants to be first to market that's kind of been at least especially with the 360 but yeah. I, th- this won't be as rushed as the 360 the 360 yeah. was a nightmare 360 uh, was a yeah they came the out like a pro- full year before the yeah, playstation and the, did, so and the processors were the original xbox processors they rushed that thing to market yep. like none other i mean it it actually boggles my mind that the xbox the original xbox had like the shortest lifespan of any console yeah cuz <laughs> it, it was technically only uh four years before the 360 came out between xbox to 360 which is ridiculous and and that's very short like i said i find that funny when you think of how people always talk about the wii u uh and how that's a felt console and they're like look how short it was before they dumped out the switch but it was five years i swear we've been over this i thought there was something that was actually shorter than the xbox but i can't remember what it was dreamcast no (laughs) (laughs) it was the last (laughs) it's been years since we've had a new sega console yeah Uh, um yeah there there have probably been smaller ones but for the for the most part (laughs) for the most part i'm just saying xbox to to 360 was a short 
And when you think of, I'm just saying you think of the Wii U as a failed console because of how short its life, its shelf life was. Yeah. But it's like, once again, everybody looks back fondly on the original OG Xbox, despite the fact that the 360 was out four four short years later. Yeah. So that's just something to consider that, yeah, immediately, basically, when the 360 was out, they stopped production on pretty much all Xbox games and just made 360 games. Yeah. Because the 360 could play Xbox games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is not what that's about. But looking forward to both Scarlet and what well whatever Scarlet will become because I'm sure it won't keep that name. Yeah. Uh, and the PS. What if they'll follow the the if they'll do the thing where they did the um Project Scorpio edition of the Xbox One? I think they will do a Scarlet edition. Scarlet edition of the Xbox One, and it'll be red or the the Xbox Uh, or what? What? What the um the Xbox One Two? The Xbox One Two. Um, no, but, uh, what rated G for gamers is calling the Xbox Prime. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 Xbox Prime. I like the name, but it's in direct like violation of sounding. Do you like think Amazon. they will release an arcade edition like they did? <laughs> no, no, Xbox, they won't. Xbox One Two Arcade. I, I do think they are going to go the uh, out the gate and do a uh, like a lower tier model. Uh, that is for like your casual gamers that will still be able to run everything, but it's a little bit more for casuals. And then they'll yeah. do like a, but the big boys well, here's play the with, one the, with the 10 like terabyte the, hard drive, the $700 one that has be, uh, like better specs and You're runs making my better. wallet cry already That's because like I already a, know which one I'm going to get. Yeah. I'm just saying that I, w- I wouldn't put it past them to be like, Oh, here's like, like, cause we, we cannot market, High, like they're not on a base model, they're not going to go above 500. Yeah, 500 is so like, so I, I think 400's the been the nowadays. sweet point. 400's been a good sweet spot. Yeah, so I think base model probably 400 to 500, anywhere in that range. And then they'll be, but they'll be like for like 200 extra dollars. Yeah, you can if get you a premium s- tier yeah. console that may be either. Like I said, a streaming come with vari- like the, the variety or yeah, maybe it'll have extra pack-ins and then once again probably have like a slightly better processor or bigger hard drive. Is bigger hard given. drive. Yeah, so I wouldn't put it past them to do that. Especially since like I just saw the other day an external a ten terabyte external hard drive for two hundred bucks. Jeez, like hard drives prices are getting insanely I, cheap. I saw a uh, ten and I almost bought it and I. I've been kicking myself ever since because I didn't buy it. It was a hundred and fifty. Oh my god! I, I was like, like, I was like ten for hundred and fifty, like, and I was like, what am I gonna do with ten terabytes? <laughs> the, the funny thing too is like now that I'm doing all this content stuff, like I need that space. So like I'm sitting on a pile of like four terabyte drives, but now I'm like, I think I really need some ten terabyte drives <laughs> because like like even if like just like me starting to get into the whole idea of like rendering this podcast to video so that we can post it on youtube that alone like each video is like i want to say like 25 gigs see i thought about uh if i bought the 10 terabyte i was gonna rip all my dvds and then just pack them away and then you open up that hard drive in five years and it'll be dead well (laughs) no no that not i wouldn't pack the hard drive away just i would put all my dvds and rip them to the hard drive and then pack all my dvds away so they're not taking up shelf space i see and it's like this is all the movies yeah i mean then i could build a server but like a media server and dump them all in there of course that would kind of be pointless and it would be like a pointless summer project that would have been a big waste of time but 
Well, that's what I, that's the thing I want to do eventually, but it's just, but also at the same time, like spending all the time, they're like ripped DVDs and stuff. And I don't even have a, uh, that that was another like cost expenditure that I didn't have like a, uh, read and write like DVD slash Blu-ray drive, which I, I I was thinking if I went with one, I would have to just go with a probably two separate drives and do one that was specifically DVDs because they rip it a lot faster. And then have yeah. a separate Blu-ray drive that because they rip slower, yeah. and that way I'm not ripping DVDs at a slow speed. Yeah, which I think some combo ones can do both and rip DVDs at a fast rate and do Blu-rays at a slower clock speed. But I'm not really 100 percent sure. Yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't dive too deep into that and was like, eh, this is gonna cost more money than I care to spend. But the last DVD drive I bought was with my <clears throat> first computer that I built myself. That's like, I want to say it's 12. No, it's older than that. See, I, I think uh, 16 years ago, my first PC I built myself. Still have those same DVD drives. They're IDE. <laughs> They're not even SATA. They're not even SATA drives. Oh, God. That's how old they are. I haven't bought, like, because now I got to a point where it's like, I was still just kind of patched because, like, the next PC I built after that, it still had, like, an ID, one IDE on it. So I could be like, I can use it if I need to, and I just never did. So I'm like, the next PC I built after that, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not buying it. If I need one, I'll just my get a My current PC USB. has no, no disk drive. Yeah, but so. my, yeah, my, none of, like, this one up here doesn't. My one downstairs, this, my laptop does because it's, actually, wait. No. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> my laptop doesn't even have uh. one. And you know why? Because I have, um, it has a two terabyte um, laptop drive in it and an SSD. <laughs> so, I mean, right. fuck, you know, I don't need a CD. Like, if I get one of those, like, it's it's just going to be like a USB thing. If I ever need one, I'll just be like, all right, I finally need one. I'll just go to Amazon and I mean, that's buy what one. I was going to do. <laughs> but I don't need one, so I haven't bought one yet. So, what is the next oh news my God. topic? Okay, so here's the big one, the big doozy of the week. Let's get back into my app here. I just want to... Oh, wait, no. It's not the big one yet. I want we'll, we'll cover this next... There's two two other smaller ones, and then we'll get the big one. So, this... Um, so, Doom Eternal is delayed until March. Yep. That's kind of... Really sucks. It's it's gonna... That was my, like... That was gonna be, like, the game of the year. Yeah, I was like, that was my shoo-in for game of the year. Like, um, before even playing I, it, like, you know it's gonna be... I, I have high expectations, and it... I've heard nothing but good things, so it's like... But now that it's been pushed to next year, it's like, well, but, there's stiff yeah. competition next year because there's, there's stiff competition. Last there's of Us 2, launching. there's new consoles, there's yeah, it's like... it's going to be a mess. There's Animal Crossing, and and yeah. there's there's three great games launching in March. Yeah. There is now Doom Eternal, there's Animal Crossing, and then there's also Final Fantasy VII Remake, so... When was this originally going to launch again? That was like... In November. Month. Yeah, next month. Yeah, yeah, I was like... I was like, well, there, there goes like yeah, that was gonna be basically like- the only game I was gonna play in November. I- but I know I've heard from other uh, outlets that. Uh, they're kind of glad because now they're like, well, I, I was going to have to cram that in before game of the year, but now yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Even at the though same I'm, time, it's just like, I like I feel like... Now I don't even know. There, yeah. there are still a few big games left in the year for sure, um, which usually the cutoff for like game of the year, quote unquote, would like the, the yeah, big... Like the end of November. Is like, like November. So yeah, yeah. it's like uh, we're getting to the time. And honestly, like th- there have been plenty of good games this year, plenty of yeah. like dark horses, but there hasn't been like a big breadwinner. I don't feel like there Untitled hasn't been a goose game. <laughs> and that should definitely win some awards. But <laughs> I mean, there hasn't been a clear cut like 
Apex blow Legends. your mind amazing game. I think that will also get awards in like competitive shooter category yeah. and but or best yeah. multiplayer. Game. And I feel like I at the same time like I feel like like if they're they're doing it because they want to polish it, which I commend. Like don't rush a game if out if you just yeah need it, to. make it the best game you can possibly. But make. at the same just, time, I almost feel like it almost could be shooting them in the foot because like. This was poised, like this was coming out right on holiday season. People are going to be buying this as gifts, and now it's going to be post-holiday season. So I don't. They know. They just if gave like, game yeah. of the year to Death Stranding. No, we don't know that. <laughs> Nobody, we yeah. don't know if that game's good or not yeah. yet. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know. I how to like, like I said, they're good on them for realizing that they need to delay it rather than putting out something that's buggy and not polished. Because how many game studios do that anymore? Not very many. But, well, it's funny that you say that because I feel that way about uh, Ukulele. <laughs> as well as, uh, which is, this, this other game that I'm going to say is technically my top pick for game of the year. Even though, like, it doesn't deserve it. But uh, Bloodstained, <laughs> it's like, technically I'm like, that's the best game I've played this year. <laughs> <laughs> and like that game's really broken and janky in many ways uh but it's really good at the same time <laughs> so Ugh. well we'll move on to the next article here last article before the big doozy uh donald trump has a twitch channel now yeah i don't know too much about this but i mean bernie sanders has one so why not donald why not donnie <sighs> old donnie wants to feel like he's not left a out. cheeto Chester Cheeto has made a Twitch where he is it flaming hot? It's flaming cold. <laughs> it's flaming cold. <coughs> oh fuck! Ah, it's blue. <coughs> you ever have a cough that hurts your back? <laughs> I don't want to. That didn't feel good at all. <clears throat> so this it, is another he, grab he, at the he, younger he, audience. Yeah, the the he was the, like my nephew told me that. Well, he he zoomers. was more like my. My son, whatever his name was, told his, me about this. Yeah, his, his, he wants to he wants to get the attention of the Zoomers. Um, yeah, he live streamed a rally for Minneapolis. Why don't you live stream something cool? Nine thousand followers. I like at care. the time of this article. Oh my god! Nine eighty seven hundred were watching the rally in Minnesota. Don't. Um, don't the chat was moving rapidly, but there are lots of walls of impeach. Well, okay, I can agree with that. <laughs> A lot of emotes, which I mean, that's typical for any stream with lots of viewers, lots of emotes. Chat doesn't appear to be moderated. Well, I mean, why would it be? I'm surprised he's not on Mixer. No, <laughs> <laughs> I I will say I watched uh, when I watched the Xbox uh, inside Xbox. I did watch it through Mixer. Yeah, that is some smooth video. Mixer is really has is a really like, solid platform for video. Yeah, I you know what my biggest issue is the name. I thought they were a music service for years. I think you're thinking of Mixler. I mean, no, I was <laughs> thinking Mixer, but I just yeah. thought they were a music service. They might have name been is, at one point. The name's not good. It's too generic. I mean, but I also when I think of Twitch, I'm like Twitch is not indicative of what it is either. No, but it is something that it's carries some SEO with it, whereas Mixer is like a generic word, like. Right now, I'm using a mixer. Um, when I go make cookies in the kitchen, I use a mixer. Yeah, it, when I it's when not I stream a good name. online, I'm using Twitch and not mixer. <laughs> I, I, that hurts. I should, I but, but I, I will been, say I was. I've heard it has like the lowest latency, and from watching yeah. that, I was like, wow, like watching stuff on Twitch. Like by it's comparison, a, it was like 
Mixer is really smooth and good looking. It's built on top of the Azure network, so I mean, it's impressive. Yeah, I I hear lots of good things about their the Azure platform. Um, so I I I've been debating on if we should pull a ninja and switch over to streaming on Mixer instead. We of, should instead of Twitch. I'm only saying we should because it's a it's a smaller audience, so you can have more chance to hook some small ones. It's true. This is true. Yeah, we might we might switch over the mixer. Small fish are better than no fish. <laughs> but we we do have we do have people that watch us on mi- Why not um, both? Twitch when we go simultaneously. Um, two computers. <laughs> well, I mean, I there there are ways to uh, split um, multi-stream, but it's I like the idea of just sticking with one and just being like. But so I've I've gone back and forth with like, should we use Twitch? Should we use Mixer? Or should we use D Live? Yeah. <laughs> and D Live is the smallest one, but also like. But I'm just saying I was but, uh, thoroughly impressed with Mixer. It's it's good. I mean, we I, I watched one of the Xbox things on like natively on the Xbox, and yeah, it's it's really nice. Of course, though, doing a inside Xbox through Mixer, that it's like, of course, their their well, stuff on their platform would look good. Yeah, and, so well, and I, then I also like if you watch it through. If you watch their events through Mixer and stuff, like you get like the Mixer points and stuff, they give you like bonuses. I don't care about it. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> that stuff I makes care no a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, that's we're done with that. Um, this this <laughs> this time for real. This time for real. It's the big doozy of the week. God, how do I even start this? There's so much to this. So essentially, Blizzard cares more about Chinese money than they care about freedom of hong kong people yeah i guess that's one way to put it yeah it's uh, basically what happened is during um hearthstone um was it hearthstone champions tournament yeah um i think so yeah so but it was hearthstone championship yeah some kind yeah so and one of um one of the uh professionals did like a post-game interview and right at the end of the interview he uh i guess he like he was wearing goggles he pulled his goggles off and Yelled something along the lines of like "Free Hong Kong." Um, that he stands in support. Of. Yeah, he stands. He's basically and something he along the, the lines of that. This is the uh, something. It was a revolution. Revolution yeah. of our generation. Or? Yeah, yeah. Revolution. That was it. Revolution of our of a generation or of our generation. Something along those lines. And um, and Blizzard subsequently uh, banned him from uh, participating in Hearthstone uh, esports for a And they're year. not paying him his money. Not paying him his won. money. And then and additionally they 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 find him the same amount of money as he won in his last thing he won. Which that makes no sense. Yes. Like but it's just very arbitrary like it's just a big fuck this you. This is like this is kind of, kind of stuff that's in line with forced arbitration is yeah. like agreeing to tournament rules and regulations that can have anything and once again kind of like Forced we can arbitration just, like, with jobs do whatever where we want and they can fuck be like you over and you can't do we, anything we can about reject it. paying you just because we can reject paying you yeah and then i also hear the announcers were fired yep and they tried to duck under the table because they didn't want any association with the free hong kong movement stuff because they know how dangerous that is in that area yeah but, but in addition to this uh for our listeners who don't know uh Blizzard is now tech and has been for a very long time just an arm of Activision and yeah. Tencent does have a vested interest and owns a portion of the company yes. of Activision Blizzard. They own 5% of stake yeah. in the company. That happened like just which, this year, I think. Yeah, and it's just so in many ways like and Tencent essentially like I mean with the way um 
Chinese law is is that Tencent is just another arm of Chinese law. Yeah, and they they own everything. Like they yeah. own they have a, own a portion of movies. They own a they own part of Epic. They own part of they own all of Riot Games. They yeah. own I think portions of high res. It, it's like endless. You 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 just throw a dart at a map and ten cents there. Yeah, it's um, it's almost kind of like terrifying. So yeah, they and like many things, uh, this once again is just they care more about Chinese money and than people and dicking over yeah. people. Though once again, this is a very big it's big it's, news topic yeah. because now Blizzard employees are staging happening. a walkout. Yeah. Uh, in solidarity with this, many employees don't agree with what's going on, and many people have, even within Blizzard, have been canceling subscriptions to obviously the recently launched WoW Classic, and even I can't remember his name, but one of the people who worked on and was basically responsible for WoW Classic getting made uh, is like, hey, I don't agree with what they're doing, and I'm like canceling my WoW Classic subscription. Yeah, there's a lot of so, like people canceling their WoW Classic. There's people a lot boycotting of, like, the, Hearthstone. Yeah, like boycott Blizzard is like a trending has been a ha- trending hashtag for the last several days. Um, and this is not even just a thing with Blizzard because yeah. it goes beyond that. Oh my now. god, I, there's like a list Apple, of like yeah, Apple, Apple, Google, and, and Apple has removed the Taiwanese flag. Yep. A lot of airlines too removed like Taiwan. This is as insane. A this is so insane. Like the rat, this like is truly like rabbit hole goes very deep. And and this just all like like the world kind of just imploded and like quietly imploded around us. <coughs> At least for us, obviously for the people in Hong Kong, not so much. It's been going on, and people are still getting killed in the streets by police, and it is not a good situation there. And best of luck to them. I mean, I personally, I can't speak for the cast as a whole, but I personally stand with Hong Kong, free Hong Kong. I mean, that's my stance here too. I mean, this it's ridiculous. I mean, and they've been they've been protesting in Hong Kong for like three months straight now. I mean, it is. I see stuff on it constantly, and yeah, wearing uh, face masks in the streets. And now, uh, once again, I made an Overwatch kind of just earlier, but. Uh, my from Overwatch has now been adopted as a free Hong Kong symbol, uh, usually featuring yep. a face mask. In a somewhat like ironic, but like, like and once again being a Blizzard property, I, I'm like this is like such a big thing. We're trying to give you as much as we can here, but I'm sure any of our listeners probably have heard some of this before, since it, it it's unavoidable and unescapable. Trying to find a. A list here um, that I saw. There's a crazy, like, it was like a <laughs> um, business wall of shame. Uh, people that were <clears throat> basically apologizing and or doing what China asks. Um, so, obviously, Blizzard Entertainment, Apple. Um, so, like, the Apple was, like, removing content from their online app and, and music storefronts. Remove Taiwan flag emoji. NBA. Um, Marriott. The the NBA actually, uh, I know they they kind of they went back on this what they originally yeah and they're um but yeah yeah so the the Marriott fired an employee after he liked an online post about Tibet uh, delisted Taiwan as a nation listed it instead as part of China after Chinese pressure release statement reading Marriott International respects the sovereignty and territory or territorial integrity of China 
We don't separate support separatist groups that subvert the sovereignty and territorial integrity of China. It's funny that you said integrity because that's also I forgot South Park got wrapped into this. Yeah, uh, the South newest Park. South Park episode, which I actually watched before I came here, uh, had a lot of Winnie the Pooh jokes, and yeah. Winnie the Pooh has been it's a it's been like an online joke and especially something within China for a number of years and Winnie the Pooh's banned in China yeah. because relation of Winnie the Pooh to Xi Jinping the yeah. Chinese president yeah. and anyway they they made jokes about that and the the funny thing about that is uh Randy Marsh has Tegrity Farms and he's he brings Tegrity to China <laughs> um but yeah that's yeah <laughs> anyway that the yeah, South Park South has Park now been banned, banned and then so and since then they they released a, a non-apology on Monday which was like the best yeah and then on top of that that episode has been seen uh pr- being projected on walls in China yeah, so yeah well in Hong Kong and yeah Hong Kong but um in China. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vans removed contest submissions depicting uh, protests in Hong Kong. Gap. I was just, I'll just list more of these because there's a lot. Uh, Gap, Tiffany & Co., Nike, ESPN, Viacom. Of course fucking Viacom. Yeah. Um, Paramount. Uh, obviously Disney, Marvel. Uh, the Marvel one was they censored a Tibetan monk from Doctor Strange and turned him into a white woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, Mercedes, Delta Airlines, American, and all these airlines ones were delisted. Taiwan as a country on their website. This is insane. United Airlines, Air France, Lufthansa, Air Canada, British see, Airways. Like see, every and I want airline. You to, I want you to do it, but I know you're not going to. But I just want you to play a small sound clip, and I know you're not going to do this, but of Nine Inches Nails. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the God money. I'll do anything for you. That's all I want. <laughs> Audi. I just want the little bit of from head like a hole because that's all this is. Is uh, Zara apologized for listing Taiwan as a country on their website? Ray Ban, Sheridan Hotels, Rockhampton, uh, Rockhampton Council, uh, Glo- Global Blue, Lancome, and there's like there's more too on another list I saw. Like it's crazy, but yeah, this. I mean, and all of this is just how far does China have their fist up the ass of these corporations? It was very far, very far. Uh, let's see, what else do I have here in in this? Because um, I had like several articles. Oh yeah, the Blizzard subreddit uh, went private. <laughs> so obviously they don't uh, they don't want any I, criticism. I saw on. Uh Reddit, a former Marine uh, who was burning all his Blizzard games. <laughs> My God. Uh, which I think was on the PC Master Race subreddit. But yeah, it was kind of, you know, like a post along the lines of like, our country was founded by people like rebels who wrote, like, basically rebelled against yeah. like f- foreign power. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to stand for this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I mean, especially that's why I'm like, yeah, our that's our country's origin. Uh, sorry, our British listen, listeners, <laughs> but, but we're we're cool now. We're cool. <laughs> but in any case, it's like yeah, that's our country's origins is which is I think why stories like Star Wars like you root for the rebels. Yeah, and like kind of the history of many things and many things that have done well in stories especially within the u.s it's an underdog have been story. the underdog stories because we that that's our story yeah um and then also like blizzard uh in their corporate hq they have like 
their, co- their core company values and they have them like enshrined on the floor and employees covered up two of them which said um think globally and every voice matters so like the employees that were there like covered up those two because they don't uh they don't believe that blizzard cares about those anymore and i think that's been really evident especially since they activision. joined up with or activision um but i've been hearing stuff that it's been going south since before activision i mean yes I think um, all of that's true. I, honestly, I post uh, vanilla WoW era. Yeah, um, and as you said, uh, Overwatch is May becoming a symbol of Hong Kong resistance. Like, there's lots of people like doing like artwork and stuff on Twitter. Which is I've seen. confusing. <laughs> Shouldn't it be something not Blizzard related, or is that part of the irony? I that- think it's part of the irony because a. Blizzard trying to separate themselves then from them, being associated with the resistance. And in now Hong they Kong. have to face but now, it. But now it's like now their character is being used against their will to be a symbol of the Hong Kong resistance. It's so complicated. I mean, I'm 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 for it. It's just it's <laughs> like I saw it's just such a weird thing. Yeah. So like it's, they should have picked it's, Diablo. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm all for that because like it's really just like a big middle finger to Blizzard. Be like, hey, well, you banned this guy for supporting uh support supporting Hong Kong. Well, guess what? Your own character is supporting Hong Kong. I mean, and I've seen plenty of uh videos of people getting like tear gassed like oh, yeah. p- at point blank. Yeah, and even videos of once again on Reddit, which is weird because Reddit is Chinese owned. Also, like, yeah, Reddit. Uh, but. Uh, they have uh, Tencent again. Yeah, but videos of how the, the police, the military police, uh, are supposedly not supposed to shoot on protesters from up high, and it was videos of them doing so, like raining like rubber bullets as yeah. well as tear gas. Tear gas. I've seen like I saw a video where a guy like they th- they threw tear gas, and then a a guy just like with a gas mask just walks up and like just picks it up and puts the thing in a like a water bottle and shakes it and then just puts it back on the ground. I think it's because I guess they're using like it's like an activated charcoal or something. Yeah. And there's like something uh, like di- he had, a, had the water dif- disfu- diffused it. So he just shook it up in the water and let, let it out and it didn't do anything. So I also know they've been using a uh, like a marking agent. Yeah. Like a gas marking agent that th- it would essentially color like kind of put a color stain on stuff and then they yeah. would arrest you later yeah yeah which is like it's obnoxious this is like i mean this is police state 101 this is big brothers watching you this is yeah, it really is yeah i mean that they're i mean it's happening everywhere uh but the u.s is just obviously a bit more covert about it but they <laughs> have obvious cc like tv cameras yeah everywhere and yeah we 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 have cameras everywhere in the states they're just hidden or some not um, so hidden, but well, for the most part, they're pretty hidden. Ours are our cell phones. I know. It's just we we <laughs> care. They they really, they tricked consumers to carry them around and police yeah. themselves. We're, we're we're really uh, surveilling ourselves. Really, I mean, obviously, you invited like, one into your home over there, and it's two, called an Alexa. There's two of them over there. Oh Jesus! There's a, there's a Google too. Oh God. Um, they keep us enslaved with goodies. Yep. <laughs> Also, a uh, popular Hearthstone caster quits in protest protest of Blizzard's Hong Kong push- punishment. Yes, and uh, I actually just heard about this during the cast, but uh, <coughs> he he said he was what was his name again? I know he's a Brian Kibler. Yeah, Kibler. 
Uh, or Keebler. Maybe it's Kibler. I can't remember, but... K-I-B-L-E-R. I would say Kibler, but... But I think it's supposed to be, like, Keebler Elves. But I could be wrong. Anyway... Well, that's his that's his name, isn't it? Is that, like, a screen name? Because it just says Brian Kibler here. Uh, well, regardless, uh, we'll just get to the news thing. Anyway, he, uh, he said, yeah, he, he's boycotting until the person who was banned kind of they tell they reverse that and give them his yeah. money back and it's, all that yeah, even though i'm like it's probably not going to happen and if it does it's going to be a piss poor make good yeah like really it, it's it doing it's not gonna mean anything i mean doing that one tiny act would not make any of the, this whole situation good and once again all this all the bad surrounding it and then what they do that blizzard does that and then they should be getting accolades and people forgive them instantly Fuck that. Yeah. And have you heard of uh, Gods Unchained? No. So Gods Unchained is a game that's similar to um, Hearthstone. It's a card game, but it's actually a one of those, like, it's a decentralized game um, with a blockchain. Hmm. And so essentially, like, the cards you earn are stored on the blockchain and they're always owned by you no matter what. Interesting. And so they came out. And they they um, so they uh, <clears throat> they came out in support of Blitzchung, who's the the streamer that or the the esports guy that got banned for coming out and in support of Hong Kong and getting banned from Blizzard. And they said that they'll pay for all of his lost winnings and a ticket to their five hundred thousand dollar tournament that they're they're holding for their game. Um, they had some choice words to <laughs> to say to uh, say today. Blizzard proved the cent- that centralized game company will censor and exploit their players if it's in their immediate financial interest at gods unchained we have built we have built uncensorable items with an open economy and market even if we disagree with your views we can't take away your cards yeah i can agree with that they even posted a there's a there's a video from, but i, I don't want to like firmly agree and then find out these people are racist later. <laughs> yeah um, they posted, there's a thing from, I guess there's a blizzard page that said comments are disabled and they, <laughs> underneath it, they wrote hashtag free gaming. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so it's good for these guys to, to offer that. I wonder, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any updates to see whether, uh, this guy accepted that or not, but it's pretty cool of these guys to do. Um, I don't know if I had any other stuff in direct relation to the China Blizzard stuff. Did you? I don't think so. Well, I think we and I'm sure there'll eventually be like somebody starting a GoFundMe for this person. And yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah, we haven't seen the end I, of this and had all the. This is going to be it. a hot topic for a while, because um, now people are really coming out <laughs> against. And it is not obviously strictly games related, but no, it's, it's like just everything. game got wrapped up in politics which is why we have to talk about it the two are not uh not mutual they're not mutually exclusive always they dabble in each other i think we'll have to call it here yeah because it's a it's getting late we can cover some of this other stuff next week all right i mean it's less important stuff anyway yeah that was the big important stuff of the week and everything else was just minor compared to that those are the the big topics so that's the end of the podcast. Once again, don't forget to follow us on our social media. Uh, go to our website, litgamingrena.com. Join our Discord and chat with us at chat.litgamingrena.com. Uh, don't forget about our giveaway. Uh, if you weren't paying attention, the code was earlier in the podcast. So get that secret code and DM it to us so that you can be entered in the drawing to win. 
Um, check out all the awesome podcasts of Next Wave slash Alternate Reality Radio. Uh, just search for Alternate Reality Radio on podchaser.com. You'll find a list of lots of awesome podcasts and also the Gaming Post- Podcast Alliance, which is at gamingpodcastalliance.com. You can enjoy some other fine video game podcasts. And with that, we're going to call it for this week, and we'll see you again next week. turned you off because I keep hearing you breathing uh, through your nose. Open up your mouth. <laughs> your nose is noisy. <laughs> I think it's going to be just as noisy with my... Uh, if you breathe with your mouth open? Yeah. You can't be more quiet with your mouth open. I guess I'll try. You're probably just going to hear my, like, wheezing. I'll just... I just hear... We're going to hear your coughing. I made a Pokemon joke. <laughs> my vocal cords. Yeah, you're just... Right. Like, screaming at the top of your lungs. I gotta get this right. Let's get to it! Let's get to it! And then you come out here... Damn like, it, Marcus! You could do this! <laughs> and then you, then you come inside and you, like, sit down to record. You're like, let's get to it. <laughs> it's like, I, I fucked up, you guys. We might have to record tomorrow. <laughs> I overdid it on the vocal exercises. Uh, yeah, welcome to the LGA cast, Smokers Edition. I can't talk right now. <laughs> la, 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 la. After after like five or six Vapatize me, Captain. After six weeks, I feel like I'm on the up and up from like my sickness I've had. Like I've been coughing the least today out of any day. <laughs> I've been still like <laughs> I sneeze blood now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I'm still like hacking up uh lots of phlegm though. That's really lame. Ha <laughs>